Part 4. The Mysteries of the Avium Welcome, everyone, to Diefall Alderheart episode- Oh god, I just forgot, and I even posted it. 17! 17? God, that better be freaking right. I was thinking about audio because, guess what I forgot to do? Check their audio. So we're gonna do that live now because uh, I'm a forgetful uh, ferret. We're gonna go forgetful ferret. And, uh, we're gonna go around. So, hey, Malaveth, tell me something cool about yourself. Something cool about myself. I have very small ears and very small pinkies. That's pretty cool. Wait, I want to see the pinkies. You don't have to show the ears because they're under the headphones and whatever, and I need those. You have small pinkies. Wait, okay, so in relation to your other fingers, are mine not small then? And generally I have small hands, so that's not, you know, yeah. not saying much, but, like, what do I do with my hands? hands? Therefore, the pinkies are small. Huh. Interesting. Uh, also, can you go up just a little bit on yeah. your end if possible? Cool. Hey, Rob, tell me something cool about yourself. Oh, God. Um, I don't remember how the degrees of Kevin Bacon work, but I'm the lowest one. Other than being Kevin Bacon. So, wait, you know someone who knows Kevin Bacon? No, like, I've worked with Kevin Bacon. Oh, sh the, wait. Oh, so you're number one. You're my number. Yeah, you're my Kevin one. Bacon. You're my yes, Kevin Bacon degree. Yeah, oh, shit. That That's kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't know why that popped into my head, but you put no, me on the spot. And that's I was like, pretty oh, good. Oh, 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 Bacon, Kevin. That's pretty so, good. Also, your volume's great, so awesome. Fantastic. Oh, okay. Yeah, man, good. <clears throat> Lady May, can I get a, a cool a cool fact about you? Um, Cool fact about my... I got to hear my heart pump today, and that was both weird and interesting. Like, not just like a stethoscope pounding, but like pump? That sounds yep. terrifying. <laughs> I, if you don't, you don't have to answer. If you don't want to, but uh, how does that happen? Uh, I had an echo today, so it's an ultrasound of the heart. And every so often, at different angles, she was turning the volume on. So, like at different <laughs> angles, so I got like, to hear. What does it sound what like? It sounded like? You know, like an underwater pump. Yeah. It kind of sounds like that. I mean, I guess I should have expected that because it's like kind of an underwater pump, but also, I don't know. I've, I've watched enough Cells at Work, the anime on Netflix, to have different thoughts about how hearts work. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I hope everything's good, but that's a cool fact. That's interesting. Sounded like a heart pumping. <laughs> Perfect. That seems like something that doctors would want. Miss um, Jackson, tell me something cool about yourself so I can check your sound. Uh... Rob might be your one degree to Kevin Bacon, but I'll be your one degree to John Krasinski. Okay. <laughs> okay, this is... I love this. No shade to Kevin Bacon, but that's <laughs> a lot cooler. <laughs> John I like Krasinski this. is super nice. I don't know how nice Kevin Bacon is, but... Kevin Bacon was very extremely nice. nice. Yeah. I love that, cool that. That's one of my favorite things in the whole planet, is finding out that an actor or an actress that you like is actually really nice like actually cool so, not just appearing cool kind yeah yeah, yeah it's it was, a, it was a very cool experience so excellent that's awesome uh and, and can you go up like, just a little bit Ooh. uh i'll probably have to just like get really close to the mic at it there's no way for me to that's that's you me. then yep 
I so can do, whenever I can you... do that, but that's about it. <laughs> Perfect. That's awesome. I love all of that. Um, and since you're already talking <clears throat> and some really cool stuff happened last weekend slash this week, do you want to run us through what happened in your super awesome charity stream that I only got to drop in for just two seconds? on? But... Yeah, yeah, sure. So uh, I'm sure plenty of people have seen, but this is the month of St. Jude Play Live. Um, so myself amongst many, many, many broadcasters uh, until the end of May are raising money for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Um, and they are a, a research center and hospital and organization that are doing their best to cure kids of various diseases, including brain cancer. They cured bubble boy disease like two years ago, uh, all sorts of stuff, but they do it uh, to alleviate, or they do it to, at their best to alleviate all tension, stress, and whatnot on the uh, patient and the family, including like making sure they don't get a bill, making sure the family has a place to stay. They cover all travel costs. Like it's, it's the best hospital, in my opinion, hands down to take your kid to for any sort of like life-threatening diseases like these kids have. Um, and so change said you play live, they work with broadcasters across a lot of platforms uh, this month to help raise money. And they're at 1.5 million right now out of their 2 million goal. And they're halfway through the month, which is crazy. And we did a Donkey Kong Country, sorry, yeah, a Donkey Kong Country uh, 12 hour, almost 12 hour, but my computer took a crap, um, stream last Saturday, uh, where we were trying to raise money and we put our goal at 2000 and we blew it out of the park, uh, completed all of the uh, milestones for that, including myself getting pied in the face, doing some giveaways, uh, like some painted skateboard decks and whatnot. But uh, we are still raising money for the month, so if you guys are still thinking about it, um, it whether it be me or any other broadcaster, definitely do. Uh, but uh, last week we were, my stream was in the top 100 fundraisers for St. Jude. I saw which that. It was really exciting. Huge congratulations. It's not there Big now, claps. Which is a good thing. It's a good thing that it's not there now because that means other people are just like skyrocketing, raising money for yeah. this organization. But like, it was a good feeling. So it's awesome. Super big congrats. Absolutely. That is great cause chat. Go participate in some way, shape or shape or shape, way or form. It's always, it's always yeah. a good cause. Um, there's lots of people doing like cool giveaways and stuff out there too. So like if you want something out of it, there's definitely somebody who's got something for you. But if you just want to give, please do. If you have the spirit income, I know times are like really tight right now. So. Okay, I'm leaving. Bye. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I'll skip later because you just drank something. So we're going to jump up to the top. Malaveth. <laughs> How you been? What's up? What's going on? What's new in your life? And again, I'm still I'm still putting my foot down on no Animal Crossing comment. None. None. Ooh, that severely limits my interests. Uh, just doing regular Malaveth stuff, sleeping in too late on accident, not on purpose. I woke up at like 11 today, uh, uh drawing art, doing, doing D&D &D characters. That's fun. I like drawing people's D&D &D characters. This one is a very curvy lady and she's like six foot two. So this is great. You have been on like big lady central. I have noticed like just large large lady and there was also crocodile I'm, I'm lady living for it yeah crocodile lady uh was terrifying she's got teeth she's got teeth lots of teeth lots of teeth but also <laughs> very cool so <laughs> it's like oh huh hmm. well cool that's that's excellent also uh for those of you that are patrons of this particular 
this particular thing. Uh, Malaveth has delivered a wonderful piece of art that will be going out to the art tier at the end of this month. So if you want to see that, uh, become a patron. Yeah, do it. Okay, that's all I have to say about that. Great. Um, anything else, Malaveth? You've been you've been good. You've been holding up. I know we're like we're entering like so. the end of month <laughs> two and a half. I don't even know how long people have been inside anymore. I've kind of lost track of days. So. Yeah, I don't. I time is weird. I just I I can keep track of time based on how quickly we go through the coffee bags and when we need a new bag of coffee. Sure. I think we've gone through about five so far measuring time and coffee consumption mm. that works that's a lot of coffee bags though so are they like normal size bags they're like the these ones the little paper ones okay for two sure. people sure we use half a cup of coffee beans each day is that a lot I have I no know. idea. I'm one person generally at home, so the amount that I use is probably significantly different than a two-person operation. So, it's I don't like know. roughly forty ounces of coffee. Sounds that sounds like a lot, but again, it's two people, so I'm not entirely sure. That sounds like, like a lot. Somewhere between forty and fifty. Is that a lot? I don't. I do. I I don't know. <laughs> Chat can answer that question. Is 40 ounces of coffee a lot for two people? Yay or nay? And on that note, bonus stage Rob. How you been, bud? What's going on, man? Week week two being back on the, the twitch.tv slash bonus underscore stage underscore Rob. Oh gosh, yeah. It's good. You went from really hyper to before the show to really mellow right now. It's kind of throwing sorry, me off. Sorry, I don't man. know what to talk about. <laughs> I, know. I had like the human equivalent of the zoomies earlier. Like I literally right before stream, like ran up and down my entire house for like a minute. Like I, ah, uh, it's hitting me. It's finally hitting me. It took oh me no! A I'm a late bloomer for the quarantine stir craziness, but it's hitting me hard. Uh. Nah, um, cool, cool stuff that's going on in my life. Um, streaming has been very nice and awesome and cool and good. Um, so I played this game Filament, which is like a cool little puzzle game where like it's really charming and like all the narrative and story stuff is like it's it's kind of locked behind like you're you're talking to like the member like the single, what seems to be the single surviving member of this this crew on this spaceship. Uh, and I haven't gotten very far in the game before this happened, um, but you can find like lore and stuff behind like certain puzzles and like find key cards and everything and unlock like other members of the crew's journals and everything. It's been very interesting. Um, and the developers of that game, somebody on the team reached out to me uh, after I streamed it and they were like, hey, I really liked your stream. Um, you'll want to take part in a speedrunning competition. And I was like, uh, yeah. And then I remember that I don't speedrun and that I'm just like not good at games. And I was like, oh boy. So they gave me a list of things to practice. And I've just been putting myself through Filament Puzzle Bootcamp. And I do that at 3 p.m. Eastern tomorrow 
on their Twitch channel, which is Casito Games. And I'm not nervous. You're nervous. Like, oh, this is going to be great. Here, oh, this is going to be I, great. It's not, it's not going to be great. I. How are they picking up your run? Like, that you're on their channel? Are you broadcasting on their channel? Yeah, so they have a... I, I have to install it tonight. It's like an OBS, uh, like, extension type thing. Some sort of virtual camera. Uh, huh. And then we're going to be doing it through... I think they're doing it through a Skype call. So that's going to be interesting. That'll be good. Um, Though, to be fair, yeah. I, like, watching the Zoom call right now, apparently everyone else's cameras is very, very laggy. And I'm trying to figure out how I can fix that without ending oh, and starting everything over. Yeah, no, that's... Uh, it's I, been I've super choppy. But sounds been great. So I don't want to, like, ruin yeah. anything. Um, yeah. so I don't know, I don't know what I need to do it's for good. that, so. It's great. But anyways, uh, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> so, um, I'm just gonna, I'm putting myself through puzzle boot camp the last couple of days, and I've got two of the three segments down, and the third one is just gonna be interesting. Hmm. Well. It's great. At 3 p.m. tomorrow? I can actually probably is, watch yeah. that. That'll be fun. Oh boy! How, do they know Please. like what? Uh, how long a speed run might take? Is there like a, a set I, time so yet? Because I, I know watching, the game's new. Yeah, I was. Uh, well, so I was watching, and it's only like three. So the puzzles are in like segments. They're called like puzzle anchors, mm. and so they have me doing three different anchors. And like the speed run is also like your character. So the puzzles take place within these things, and so like your character runs up to it, and then you open the thing. And there's like five or whatever how many puzzles in this thing and then when you're done you go back into the spaceship and then you have to run to the next one but like they're taking that time into account and i was watching yesterday's competition and they aced like three of these things and running between it in like less than four minutes and i'm like that'll be interesting <laughs> i'm I'm at three minutes with two of them. Okay. So I don't hey. think I can do that last one in one, but I'll try. That You know, uh, that works. It's It makes me look a hell of a lot more competent than I actually am because I've just run these solutions <laughs> over and over again. That's speed running, Getting baby. those solutions took me a bit. Yeah? Oh, gosh. Dude, that's... You can see that bit on twitch.tv. <clears throat> there you go. I don't know what happened there. There you go. Uh, that's awesome, man. That's very cool. Yeah. That'll be fun to watch. Lady May, yeah. how have you been? What's been going on? It's been two weeks. And other than listening to your own heart, which is awesome <laughs> and terrifying, um, what else has been going on? Um. Well, we celebrated Carson's birthday on Saturday. Oh, that's right. Oh. So it was Carson's birthday. So he doesn't like Western style cakes. Like he finds them too sugary, like the whole like icing and cake in general. So he's used to like sponge cakes with whipped mm -hmm. cream topping. So I made an attempt to make a sponge cake for the first time ever. And I, I didn't start out too well. The store was all out of cake flour. <laughs> so I had to use all purpose, just a little denser. And they didn't have any baking powder there out of baking powder. So I had to substitute baking powder. And and then I didn't have any non-stick, uh, like non-non-stick pans. Yeah. Except for my cheesecake tins, which are different sizes. I don't have two of the same size. <laughs> so, 
So I, I, I did what I could, but I, I think I wasn't gentle with like my folding of meringue into the rest of the batter and it kind of deflated a little bit. Oh, and no. they're, they're more like pancake <laughs> than actual cake. <laughs> there was no fluffy in this, in this oh, sponge my cake. God. <laughs> but it still tasted okay. Hey, you know what? So. I think taste is 95% of the battle and 5% on presentation. As long as it tastes really good, then heck, who cares, right? I, I was just glad his mom wasn't around to witness <laughs> this catastrophe. Because, like, she owned a bakery and she, she can make, like, <laughs> sponge cakes, like, to perfection. <laughs> well, damn. Well, big happy birthday to Carson. I'm glad you went on that little adventure. Maybe learned a couple things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Baking's hard, man. I've... Like, the last time I baked something was Thanksgiving. I baked an apple pie on stream. And that was, like, the only time I've baked anything in the last, like, seven years. And you know what? Pie crust is hard. That is no joke. It's so hard getting that dough anywhere near right and then actually putting it in a pan where it covers everything. Impossible. Actually impossible. So, you know, more power to you for even putting the effort in because that is, that is not easy in the slightest. Yeah, it is. It was definitely A for effort. Like normal cakes, you just throw everything in and mix it and pour it and you're done. And sponge cakes, you have to like separate eggs, like the yolks and the the whites. And then you have to like the normal batter and there's like a meringue and then you have to like gently fold the meringue in the other batter, but not deflate the meringue, which I totally did. Cause apparently I wasn't gentle enough. <laughs> I'm like, how do I do this gently? Like. You're like punching the meringue. Run. Is this not gentle? Is this not what they mean? Jeez. I was trying to channel like my inner Claire Sackbits of Bon Appetit and stuff like that, but it didn't go so well. Well, good. Oh, goodness gracious, guys. It's uh, It's been two weeks since we've played. So you guys want to play a little bit of Dungeons and Dragons? Does that sound sound like a yeah. good time? Yeah. Okay. Let's uh let's roll for recap, and I will yes I will assist whenever we uh we get done with it. But yes, let's do a slash r one d twenty, and let's see who's going to be recapping today. All right. Simply Jackson with a two, Malaveth with an 11, May with a natural one. Let's get that out of the way already. And bonus stage Rob with a 12. That's a 13, which puts bonus stage Rob back in the seat, I think maybe the third time in a row. <clears throat> Good luck, buddy. So when do I get my free ice cream on my <laughs> runway robot dicked me card? <laughs> oh. Man, you've got so many punches in there. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> oh god. Um, it's been two weeks. I've got the zoomies. Let's try this. Oh boy, what did we do? Oh my god. I don't even remember if we made it to the avium. That's not even the word. I will give you a hint. No. I, I remember one part of it. Okay. 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 It's going to be great. Um, it's going to be great. It is the avium. That is the name of it. I did it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a go. I'll, I'll fill it in. Oh, boy. 
the the crew and I made our way. Uh, we made haste. We geared up at Alderheart. Eliza set us up with what she could. We uh, went shopping for what she couldn't, and we headed out. It, the roads were a bit treacherous, uh, but the the journey was for the most part smooth on our way to the Avium, where we might hope to find some answers regarding, well, whatever the hell we saw in the Scorched Grove. Although the Bandit Coalition had been disbanded for the most part and adopted into what became the uh, I keep messing this up. Is it Humblewood or Wildwood Brigade? Wildwood Brigade. It is the Wildwood Brigade. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wildwood is a place in New Jersey, so I keep thinking I'm inserting my smelly culture into this, but nope, it is the Wildwood <laughs> Brigade. Okay, cool. The Wildwood Brigade. Uh, not all bandits took kindly to that alliance, and we ran into a couple of such bandits on the road. The battle got a bit nasty. I mean... I don't know about the others, but I'm feeling a great deal of pressure as far as the haste that we need to be making on our way to the avium and just the the time for the the people to come together is here and not everybody is well capable of that and things got rough. I I went a little harder than I would have liked to in that fight, but we got to keep moving. We just have to keep moving. If we're going to make sure Alderheart is there when we when we return, we got to make it to the AVM. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the crux of it. <clears throat> In the last episode, the the crew they did set out from Alderheart with a couple of new things, a couple of magical items, and uh they ended up running into uh, some bandits that didn't end up joining with Benesaradin and the newly formed Wildwood Brigade. It ended up in a, a big old fight, and uh, one uh, a couple of a couple of those bandits ended up getting away. Some were let go. I do want to specify that, but others did make an escape. Um, but that fight lasted a heck of a long time. So that's pretty much the entirety of the last episode. Uh, so the, couldn't remember if I was just completely forgetting something nope. or if that fight lasted. It a long lasted time. Okay, forever. Okay. Uh, I had no intention of that being a thing, but it was. It was a thing. But it was also. Uh, we found it to be a rather sobering experience for the group because they had been so strong for so long, and then now this experience in. Um, the Scorched Grove, and now with these other bandits having cut so close, things were were a little bit tight, and uh, the 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 crew was able to pull themselves together and and defeat the bandits. Um, but it wasn't it wasn't easy, and now they find themselves uh, in the deep deep portions of the ancient forest of Alderheart. Now I think we found ourselves. That evening, you guys took a short rest, rolled some HP hit die, uh, and you were deciding to push through the evening again. I think that was the the case. You want to push through all the way through night, taking a point of exhaustion, each of you, if you hadn't marked that down from last time, uh, and try and get to the avium in the next day, really putting a lot of uh, focus on arriving quickly and finding a solution quickly, which after your experience 
in the Scorched Grove is not necessarily surprising. So we find ourselves in the ancient forest. Uh, the floor is a, a thick carpet of ferns, moss, and, and other plant life. Gigantic 60-foot tall trees form a canopy that significantly weaken the incoming morning sun, and only a really dim light filters down from above. It would be easy to hide here, and cover, if so needed, is readily available behind trunks of trees, or the bushes, or the larger ferns. And even with a map, there are no recognizable landmarks. And it wouldn't take much for travelers to become disoriented. I think for the very first thing, as this morning light comes down, Whoever is leading the party is going to need to make a survival check to figure out if they've stayed on track through the night on their way to the avium. I believe, Lucky, you were taking point on that. Would you like to continue to do so? I make sure we're still in place where we need to be. All right, so roll me a survival check, and let's see how your nighttime travel ended up working out. Nice, but maybe... Uh, that is a that one. natural one. I think what happens is you find yourself having gone pretty far off course. Is there, like, maybe one indicator that I should be looking for on the map that maybe we haven't found yet and it's been a while, or...? I think it was potentially during the night that you couldn't see the stars or the moon to guide yourself by. And now mm -hmm. there are tons of these backwoods walkways for, you know, bandits and things like that, and you're kind of just walking through the undergrowth, and maybe at some point in time in the night you picked a path that wasn't correct because you couldn't judge where you were directionally based on the sky. So in this morning, let's say through this filtering light, you come to a very, very small clearing, go up one of these trees and you realize you've been heading a lot further north than you intended to. And you'll see Lucky, like, climb down from the tree and just, like, plop himself on the ground. Put his hand in his, or head in his little hand and just be like, hey, Lucky, you're better than this. You're better than the fight we did. You're better than... Wait. Uh, e Eli will walk up to him and just kind of crouch down on his, on his, uh, just sort of squat down and just, yeah, all right, we can can rest a, a spell if you need it. Guys, I'm not, I mean, I'm tired, but it's not that. It's just, okay, look. I'm trying really hard here to not fail you guys again after that last fight, but we're not where we are supposed to be. Well, fail us nothing. I mean, we all... We all had a rough go of it. You didn't fail anybody, Lucky. No more than we Eli, failed I didn't each even, other. I didn't even come in the fight until, like, when people were almost dead. I mean, you saw Dagonet. It's the saddest thing I've ever seen, his little plump body on the ground. Again. And 
that doesn't necessarily mean you failed. I mean, I mean it's, it's they my were job. a well, it's my job they help. were a well-oiled, and you did in your way. They were a well-oiled machine. I mean, that was a bandit raiding party with a healer and dedicated flanks and everything. I mean, but they were they were in range. They were. I could have easily. I could have easily just gotten them. I couldn't. But I, my I was so eager trying to get that one guy. He was fumbling over his feet. I was. You went for the amazing. easy mark. I think any marksman would have done that. Look, all I'm gonna say is I'm gonna work, I'm gonna work on it. Okay, I'm gonna work on it. Just right. don't hold it fair against enough, me, right? Fair enough. I'm not holding anything against you. But as far as where we we're not supposed to be, I mean. Yeah, we um. This clearing doesn't seem like it's in our normal path. We might have to we might have to backtrack a little bit. It's all right. I mean, are there any uh? Roots that you recognize around here? I, I, I don't know that I did any work this far south. I, uh, I, most of my work was in the swamps. I was just going by the map, and you know, I can't see that well at night. Yeah, I, neither can I. Um, all right, well, I think the best idea is to just try and find the main road and mm. reorient ourselves. And when we go yeah. east from there, right? Like you'll pull up the map and be like, "I do you recognize any of these like uh any of these landmarks and anything that we've passed at all? Or maybe we go back and try to find one? I don't know." Um, would you like to do, roll, or do you want to? When you say farther north than where we expected, I mean, are we mm -hmm. talking like parallel to the Crest Mountains farther north? Uh, it is very hard to tell this deep in okay. the woods. Okay. You just know that by the direction, from what Lucky can tell now, the direction that the sun came up and the direction that you should have been going during the mm -hmm. night, things aren't adding up. Okay. Well, I think our best bet is to head east. I mean, we know that the avium is at the easternmost edge of the woods and I mean if we hit the mountains we've rattly gone too far and it'll be fairly easy to figure out how to reorient ourselves mm, true. Right. Uh, judging by uh, judging by the sun we'll try to figure out which way is east now yeah in the in the morning sun it's much easier to de decipher where is east um and I think when I say you climbed up a tree, you basically just, you're looking up through like this small column with like trees around the sides. It's not like you can look off into the distance and you can see the mountains over there or something like that. It's still just more treetops, right? Um, mm -hmm. But you can just now see by the direction of the shafts of the light, like where the sun happens to be. Now, figuring out where you need to go, uh, if lucky, if lucky you and Eli want to work together on this, um, yeah, can we look on there for like? Uh, do you notice any like uh, rivers? Uh, any sort of? Uh, can't really tell on this map. Just to see if there's any like maybe water of any sort. So, if we're gonna pass any of it or cross any like creeks that might be marked on this map or something. The one that was marked on your map is the one that you crossed last night during the battle. The ones on the map here. The ancient forest is not a well-mapped place. Yep. Right. 
mean, we're gonna hit mountains eventually, east either way, like you said. So let's mm -hmm. try yeah, until think... something familiarizes us. Yeah, the only other thing I can think to do is. Well, the only other thing I can think to do is uh, try to communicate with the insects of the forest and see if they can... can reorient ourselves. You can do that. Oh well, yeah, I talked to the worms in the scorch grove. Oh yeah, didn't that's I? right. I mean, you know, I didn't know if you, I'm not gonna say you were pretending. I was like, that's some good moral uplifting to know that you can talk to. DM, I'd like to speak to bugs. <laughs> you want to speak to little buggies? All right, I man. Do. Yeah. So through Sunflies. sounds and gestures, you can communicate simple ideas with creatures of the bees subtype that represent insects, spiders, worms, and other creepy crawlies, regardless of their size. What kind of bug are you looking for? This is a deep, deep forest. You're going to be able to find all sorts of things. I'm looking for something like a firefly or some sort of a, like gnats or anything. Gnats are around. prevalent. Uh, yeah. Fireflies less so at this time of day. Yeah, that makes sense. But gnats in the early morning Son, uh, yeah, you could definitely talk to some gnats. You find yourself a, a, a swarm, probably off to the side, and we get that shot from the camera that's like, you see the sun shaft, and then there's just like this gray buzzing mass inside of it, right? And you walk over to it. Eli, what sound and gesture, the communication idea do you present to these gnats? Through various, uh, <laughs> so the idea that I would like to present is, um, we're looking for, like, buildings and, like, clusters of, of humanoids like ourselves. Sure, sure. How that sounds and looks is probably weird buzzing noises. Mm -hmm. Like he is intrigued. He's just like. Dagonet and, and Pez, you note that Eli has walked over to this nice shaft of sunlight coming down through the trees where this large mass of gnats are and is uh, animatedly buzzing and gesturing uh, wildly. Dagonet is going to lean down to Lucky. Is, uh, is he okay? Says he's gonna talk to the bugs again to see where we uh, should go. So, right. Uh, I know we're all tired. Uh, I wasn't sure of what the, if he had the plan or if he was. I mean, look. If he wants to talk to bugs to get us out of here, I'm perfectly fine with it. But we're gonna listen to bugs. So, well, I've seen it all at this point. <laughs> the bugs do listen. But, as bugs do, they seem rather preoccupied with their just general existence and trying to survive. And in the case of these gnats, uh, they all seem to be communicating really rapidly with each other. Uh, a lot of times they bump into each other and not really notice. It's very, they're very small, so it's hard for you to tell that. But it seems to be somewhat coordinated, like, traffic jam of these gnats around each other trying to communicate where food might be for them. 
And then you intrude this large, booming sound for them. This is speaking their language, and it's it's kind of odd. They stop swarming as much, and it seems like all of them turn simultaneously over to Eli and are kind of like floating and buzzing in the air, kind of haphazardly. But also, a thousand gnat voices assault your senses in trying to answer. Uh, a lot of them are in confusion about being talked to, uh, but a lot of them are also trying to convey some thoughts of what, like, humanoids they might have seen. And is that food? Can we eat humanoids? Are things like that happening? But it's it's hard because there's a lot of them. And it's all starting to really... It's I mean, it's like being in a stadium and everyone's just talking at, at the same time. You can't rightly pick out anything unless you really, really do try. So, Eli, would you like to try and pick out... A, a, a gnat voice from the the cacophony of this group. Yes, please. I'd like to. I'd like to call Nancy the gnat to the principal's office, please. So to call Nancy the gnat, I'm gonna need you to roll me a perception check to see who's got the best information that you can hear. Malaveth, oh. I saw you type Nancy with a G, and I am about to evict you from the show. <laughs> it's fine. I understand. I love it. That's very funny. Um, complete transparency. Point of exhaustion. Number one is disadvantage on ability. I was actually up. just about to look up exhaustion stuff before I'm, you decided you were going to sure talk to Nats. Oh, goodness. Sure disadvantage on ability checks. So lucky that natural one we would have had to roll again, even if it was higher. But per perceive for me the bugs, Eli. Boy, I'll try. With disadvantage, a five. A five. We'll just take the first, which oh, is a five in the I'm 18. Sorry, I didn't realize it was going to... It's all good. Depends on what you got toggled at the top there. Um, I don't. <laughs> oh! Yeah, I that's will, why I wasn't sure. I will talk and fix that at the same time. Your toggle? I will toggle at... The, I hate this. Uh, <laughs> okay, it's fixed. Um, Thanks. It's impossible. Uh, the gnats are impossible. You were going to need to find uh, probably a solitary bug of some kind. If It seems like this is likely going to be an issue with like ants as well. Uh, or any type okay. of bug that happens to be in a large area or in an area with each other. Any sort of spooter will do. Any sort of spider? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll me another perception check to see if you can't find a web. Okay. I believe in you. That's a natural one. No webs. Just no webs. None of them. Well, I am out of ideas. Uh, east is my only idea. Unless uh, Dagonet and Pez, you have any sort of techniques for, I don't know, reorienting yourself? Well, uh, I haven't uh, been uh, exactly this way, but I can try and find uh, another path. Hmm. Usually I just wander around until something shows up. Are there any? Oh. You have a feature literally called Find Another, another Path. I love that. Feature. This is, this is from the Grounded Background, which is part of the... Uh, Humblewood book. 
uh, is an extra background called grounded, which is birds that spend most of their time on the ground. Uh, since you've lived your life close to the ground, you're familiar with the undergrowth in the same way other bird folk are familiar with the canopy. You can always recall a general layout of terrain around you while traveling along the forest floor. If your path is ever blocked by an obstacle that requires you to climb or otherwise gain height to circumvent it, you can always find a way around, so long as a path exists. Additionally, you're adept at finding shelter in the wood while traveling, and can usually locate a suitable safe shelter, cave, tree hollow, or bramble thicket, somewhere on the forest floor for you and up to five other creatures. It's a very similar uh, trait to one of the Outlander ones, I believe, um, where you can find shelter like that. But in this case, it, it sounds like you're all, you can always recall the general layout of terrain around you while traveling along the forest floor, is probably what you're going for here. Because you're not trying to go around something you have to climb. Mm -hmm. But you're trying to figure out where you're at. Okay. Roll me survival flat. This is canceling your okay. disadvantage. That is a six. Y'all are lost. Y'all plumb lost. I mean, uh, if we could use the nest jam to potentially get high enough to look, is it over? Is it higher than most other trees? What do you think? I mean, you can sit down here, Dagon. I know you don't like going up. But what do you think? Are there any animals around? We could, we could, I, I could always ask an animal, maybe like a squirrel or something. You talk to animals too? Oh, yeah, we did that the one time. I haven't really done it since. Lucky just looks at Dagonet. Dagonet, she, I did not know she could, uh... It's a new talent I'm finding that people seem to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna sit here and rest a little bit while you guys talk to the animals. Pez, would you like to talk to animals? I don't know. Are there animals around? It is a, a, a deep, deep forest. There's animals somewhere, yes. Uh, mm. You can listen. You can hear the birds. You can you wait long enough. You can probably hear the rustle of some leaves somewhere for a small forest creature. That'd probably be best because in my head, I was kind of imagining a Disney princess moment where she mm. takes out an instrument and mm -hmm. does the whole <laughs> bird call what are, thing, which what might are, be a little dumb, but I'm tired. What are you using? <laughs> what are you using here? What is the, is it just speak with animals, the spell? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, luckily, the speak with animals being a divine ritual spell that takes 10 minutes for you to cast, you absolutely could sit down on a stump, pull out your instruments, and play music for 10 minutes. And, you know, maybe get your Disney princess moment. We're doing it. Yeah. Okay. Good to do that. You sit down and you start playing. Uh, let's say let's say it's a soft tune. It's still pretty early in the morning, and you start playing a, a soft melody, and the rest of your group finds it rather relaxing. Uh, and maybe they sit down and listen and take a breather, drink from their water skins, uh, or have a snack from one of their packs. And over the course of the 10 minutes, as you all just sit and relax and the area around you becomes quiet except for the music, small animals begin to 
approach Pez, at first rather hesitantly, a, a small little forest mouse, a little finch, lands up on a tree nearby, and then more. A mole, a vole, a small armadillo, a larger, color, more colorful bird lands even closer. And then a bird of prey lands beside it. And a fox wanders out from the brush. All told, by the end of the ten minutes, you have a right audience of about a dozen forest creatures. Is there a limit to the amount of beasts that I can communicate with, or can I talk with the whole group? You can talk to them Just for ten minutes. Well, hi, buddies. Good morning. Most of them seem rather surprised. This small forest mouse almost takes off and then kind of reorients itself. The fox cocks its head to one side. And the bird of prey does the same. I, I got a couple snacks. If any of you know how to get to, it's a big um, made structure. It's not like the forest. There's like folk like me there. Have you seen it? Do you know how to get there? Some of the smaller animals seem to realize that they are now in the presence of some uh, predators. And they take off into the underbrush. The smaller birds are still kind of up a little higher. But the one bird of prey and the fox remain. The fox, a generally intelligent forest creature. I do not understand uh, buildings. Uh, things no. that you and your folk live in. Yeah, like, kind of like where you live, except it's above the ground, uh, large, mm. made of In the trees, wood. like, uh, and he, you know, kind of gives a nod over to the, the bird, uh, like the bird. Uh, east. Uh, east. And the bird kind of hops over. Yeah, big tree structure, uh, east-ish, uh, half a day travel, you may want to go a little south. Could I persuade one or both of you to perhaps walk with us, show us the way? We are awful lost, and I, I got some food, and when we get there, I'll give, give y'all some more food. The fox, if they had eyebrows to raise, but since we're in a Disney movie now, absolutely does. I have family to attend to. Uh, I will have to decline this offer, but maybe your new bird friend. Numbers. Ah, yes. Oh. I uh, would be heading that way anyway. Uh, new, new perch for myself. I have been uh, ousted from this territory. Relocating's exciting. Now get a whole new view. A new spot? That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty fun. I will uh, go tree to tree. Huh? 
Can you with feather fly? Uh, I can kind of glide, but uh, folks over there, they, they got to walk. But we can, we can follow you on the ground. Does that, like, weird head turn thing that birds can do and just, like, looks behind it at... Eli, Lucky, and Dagonet. Now you got you got you three have this like predatory bird just assessing you. They're nice. They also have snacks. They are like large food. I mean, I wouldn't suggest trying to eat them. Especially the but... one with ear. Look like small mouse, but you just bigger. like looking at Lucky because Lucky's just like yeah, and it's making this like <laughs> ah, 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 sound. He's like, I feel really, I feel really uncomfortable, guys. <laughs> they're all very, they're very nice. Hmm. What is in it for me? Well, you know, like I said, snacks. What, what do you like? Do you like shiny stuff? Do you? I like mouse. Hmm. Well, I mean, I can. Not that mouse, cause that's... The big mouse would feed me for a long time. <laughs> this is, is like, like our friend, uh, family mouse. The mouse is a special mouse. Special mouse tastes good? I don't know about the... Mm, I... <laughs> they are too big to carry. I will not... Uh, attempt to fly off with special mouse. But if you come across mouse like ones I saw earlier and now have run off by breakfast, I should like those. Yeah, I think I think possibly once we get there, I can do that thing again, you know, and just have them come on over for you. No problem. Just, you know. Yep, it's fine. Gotta eat too. I can't. I can't make the predator bird a vegetarian. Uh, so the bird, you know, kind of takes a couple little hops and then hops up into a tree, which, upon further inspection, you note to be a little south and a little east. You do note that it is on a well, rather overgrowth path. He's just hopping over there. Just up on a tree. Um, um, let's let's say distance wise from you. I mean, they're up in like forty feet up in the air, but you can kind of still make them out through the branches. They've you know made themselves visible to you. Um, but they're probably like a hundred feet away now, south and east of you. Oh, uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do I have like a little piece of jerky or anything? Just like toss the thing up or whatever. whatever. Yeah, when you get over there, I mean, you have rations, uh, and jerky and rations sounds like a thing that would be a thing. So, absolutely. Thanks, friendo. Uh, I'm going to turn everybody else. Uh, hey, hey, uh, this, this nice nice bird is going gonna, is gonna to guide us to where we got to go. It said, it said it's east and a little bit south. Well, uh, all, all, right. all right. All right. Well, good work, Pez. He's nice and very friendly. Uh, Lucky, maybe don't get too close. What do you, what do you mean by that? I think he wants to eat you. Sorry, what? I mean, if it came down to it, I don't think 
I don't think they would try because you were awful big for a mouse, but you just look like the thing that regularly eats and just, you know, maybe try to avoid eye contact. Oh, Make okay. yourself big. Maybe you should okay. uh, walk behind uh, my shield a little bit. Uh, so maybe not in a view of this bird. Uh, what if he's got like a... Uh... Right. Look, he's uncomfortably gonna go behind Dagonet and act big. Is yeah, big? Is big? Well, maybe just walk with your arms above your head. Is that... Yeah. Oh, does, does this work? That's uh, you look you look a little uh, taller. All right, all right. So I, like kind of eyeball at the look at try to slide of eye at the bird. It is like staring dead at you. He's like what of my thighs, but I mean I'm small. We're we're not gonna let you get eaten by a bird. Pez, you didn't promise to feed it lucky did you oh no no not lucky just you know just some other critters once we get there possibly it's what he eats i can't i mean he's gonna take us there what, what else are we supposed to do all right just so long as you didn't promise our friend to a hungry bird i'm pretty sure i did that and you you're very sure he's not like no offense, Mr. Bird, if you can hear me. Leading us to not where we need to go and maybe where he's going to eat me? No. Oh, there's no way he's going to eat you. I mean, if it came down to it, we'd just shoot him away, you know? It's, it's fine. We're... It's really weird. I don't know why I'm... I mean, like, normally I'm not afraid of birds, but, like, man, something's... It's like I have this, like, tingling in the back of my head, like... Yes, sir, Mr. Bird, let's go your way, I guess. Well, well you know, walk around you. It's, it's gonna be okay. okay. You're very intimidating. <laughs> Just Pretty hiding. sure the bird decided not to eat you. It was okay, the that they were considering. Look, but... The least time we could spend with this bird, the better I am. Let's just go. Let's just make our way with... That guy. <laughs> oh, would you guys like to follow the bird <laughs> through the forest the best that you can? Guess so. Sure. Uh, it is a bird. It does not have to deal with the triviality of the forest floor and things like bushes and logs and literally anything on the ground. Uh, so it is slow going for you. Now, Lucky, you have the benefit of being a ranger with a rather cool skill where your team is not in, in hindered by difficult terrain uh, on long journeys. So this is more of a nuisance than anything else, but Lucky still leading the way, maybe feeling a little chagrin from not knowing exactly where you are, can still <laughs> pick you a pretty good path to try and keep up with this predatory bird. Okay. Yeah, I feel like Lucky's, Lucky's like reaching around Dagonet. Like, oh, don't, don't step there. Go away. 
just trying to look big at the front of the line the entire time. And it's like, now go that way and go that way. Watch out for a log. Yeah. Um, and it's it's pretty, I'd say, I'm not going to say easygoing. It, 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 it is a struggle for you guys that are exhausted. It, it's not an easy trek. And without a path, it's probably kind of annoying trying to just go around all the stuff when you're in such a hurry to just reach the avium. Who is keeping a uh, watch at this point while you're traveling? Lucky, you're rather preoccupied, so I'm, I'm going to say that that's what you're doing. I'm definitely watching for where the bird is. Sure, okay. So, so Pez, um, you're basically you're just keeping an eye on the bird. And if that's your one job, you, you can do it. I'm letting that be a thing. You good with that? All right. Yeah. So who's keeping watch aside from that? All right, Mr. Eli, roll me a perception check, please, for this next four hours or so of travel at disadvantage because you are exhausted. That is a five and a six, so it's a five. Well, you know what? You're exhausted, and you're having to pick your big butt way through all of this undergrowth. It's tough. It's not fun. Your mace and your shield and your spines keep getting caught on stuff. And everything's in the way. And so, maybe, though you told the group that you were keeping an eye out, you're more keeping an eye out for where your next step is. Okay. The day continues on, following the bird making your way southish and eastish, as the bird had said. Midday comes, and you are well within the ancient forest now. It is almost dark with how dense the tree cover is here. There is no sign of path or road or anything just trees leaves and the undergrowth around you until lucky when turning around and trying to gesture keeping themselves as big as they can their shoulders aching from four hours of looking big turns around and steps on something crunchy down and uh, animal bones oh, rather large bones you follow the line and the spine and it ends in a large skull with antlers still attached large scooping antlers the bones have been picked clean and, well, they're growing moss. It might have been here for quite a while, but this is rather large animal that died at some point. Um, 
if I feel like between the heightened awareness of this bird having its eye on Lucky, the unease would be high enough that Lucky would probably remember stories about prowlers and would probably like to use a favorite enemy to try to track and see if there would be uh, any beasts within our area. Yeah, so the prowler, luckily enough for you, is close enough to a line and that it is indeed a beast. So it is one of your favored enemies. You have advantage on survival checks to track said enemies or to recall information about things that you might know about said enemies. In this case, what are you looking for? Are you looking for prowler tracks? Are you looking for if a prowler had done this particular kill? Uh, I know. I feel like per character, because he's look, he's never been down here, so never come across a prowler before. So more than anything, would be try to remember as much information as he could about them. Like, oh, you guys, you guys remember the prowlers? Uh, this is a big, the big skeleton. Uh, I don't know what would take it down. I'm thinking about what the what says. And essentially going to try to remember as, as many details as possible about them so that we can keep group awareness up. Yeah, so prowlers, 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 prowlers. If we want a little reminder about what we know. Do you do you have? For it for them. So well, I remember one fact and that's it. What was the I, one fact you remember? I'm just curious at this point. They into tweez. They into twe- <laughs> They into tweez. So I believe we actually had you roll a nature check previously to see if you had known anything about prowlers, and it ended up being rather low. And we attributed that to you spending more time in the swamps than anywhere yeah. near where in the ancient forest where these like fantastical stories about these prowlers are. Now. Okay. There are legends about forest prowlers, and someone maybe more well-versed in legends might be able to pick up a couple different things about them. But for you, the advantage with the beast here comes from identifying what kind of animal had done something or tracking that animal down. Uh, I mean, I, what I guess what Lucky has is the the body cock carcass in front of us to at least look um mm -hmm. I, I don't know i i feel like the thick the thickness of the wood is intense enough and that lucky now having an eyeball of a predator bird on him even though not big enough might be a little bit like a, okay i'm gonna take out the bed but whatever took out this thing might not be something you can really handle in case things get hot, I'm gonna look this over and try to like at least give it a once over. Whatever this is, yeah. Sure. Um, cool. Roll me survival with advantage. Well, straight survival. Yeah. Uh, for this for this particular thing to try and investigate this area, um, oh. giving you a survival because that's your it's better for you and it works for this case. A twenty. A twenty three. We've got a roll. It's above a twenty. <laughs> This is this is two episodes for me. This is this is incredible. Like <laughs> you stop to inspect this large herbivore. Uh, you're readily e able to to tell that it is uh, it's actually a giant elk, um, and those are rather large creatures. Um, this being this deep in the woods, it, yeah, okay, kind of makes sense. 
But looking over its bones and its skull and things of that nature, you see chips and scrapes in the bones themselves, which would definitely attribute to some kind of sharp-toothed creature mm -hmm. and some kind of predator. Uh, scrapes along the rib bones would indicate potentially uh, there being sharp claws involved as well. I'm listening. Sorry, I have a cat that's being destructive. You're good. <laughs> We're talking about destructive cats anyways. All of this fits. You also note that in the 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 like shoulder bone area, the rather large flat part of the shoulder bone area of this has puncture marks. Two kind of uniform puncture marks. But if you take into account around it, it's, it's not like it was scraped off with like teeth would maybe against bone or if these were teeth, the jaw is like the size of your skull. But there's two puncture marks almost identical into the shoulder. He's going to like be on the ground and be like, do you guys see all this? Uh, these are probably claw teeth marks. I've seen something like this before, but I'm not sure. Uh, not like something here. That's huge, though. Whatever that is, huge. Take this thing down. It would. Ah. Yeah, I. I think maybe that's a good sign to maybe not spend another night out here. Yeah, I definitely don't want to be caught with whatever caught this thing. Yeah. Dagony kind of like trundles over and he's kind of... You know, that... Uh, to have puncture wounds like that in uh, in bone. Uh, that is... Uh, that is almost uh, in as intimidating as uh, the walking volcano. I don't know how... Uh, I don't think my shield would be up against anything like that. But, uh, better uh, be a little more swift than what we've had. I know what we're tired, but whatever did this is probably uh, we're probably around in its nest, uh, home area. Eh? A lot of brush around, so definitely keep your eyes peeled for anything. Hmm. Okay. Would you guys like to continue, or do you want to do any more investigating of this particular area? Lucky spooked enough to keep moving. It's up to you. Yeah, agreed. Okay. Sure. I don't think anyone wants to linger. Yeah, no one wants to stick around here. Sure. Uh, you continue onwards, Lucky, uh, leading the pace. The bird, if you could still speak bird, or understand most of their intonations, Pez, you would understand to be rather annoyed at this delay that looked at the carcass, saw no meat, and was like, why are we stopping for this? Clearly nothing left to eat, and was annoyed that you guys had not taken uh, any moves for a while, but is still there to continue leading you in your south and easterly direction towards the avium, as much as that you can tell. So in the second half of the day, let's go ahead and do uh, another perception check from you, Eli. 
to to see if uh, if you're any better at keeping uh, a watch while also moving. A nine, slightly better, slightly better. Which in the 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 darkness of the wood and and what you're having to deal with here, it's not necessarily, you know, it's not unexpected to to be hard to see here. But as the day drags on and as your exhaustion does as well, the afternoon drags on and well, you feel like you probably should have been at the avium by now. Did your last night being off course send you that far away? Again, in the middle of the woods, it's very hard to tell, but looking around you, it may be another night here. But you continue forward. And as the sun begins to set, and it becomes darker in the wood, Pez, you're having trouble finding this bird. Roll me perception. It's a natural one. Oh. Exhaustion is tough. You lose the bird for a minute. Two minutes. Three. You know now Lucky is looking at you for direction. Four minutes. The whole party is standing still here watching you as you look around the trees. And then suddenly, from the underbrush, a <laughs> you look down and... Oh! The bird landed on a, a rock. <laughs> okay. Uh, the bird is sitting there, kind of cocking its head and going, ah! Ah! At you. Does it seem agitated? It is impossible for you to tell right now without that spell running. I'm going to give him another little snack, you know? Mm -hmm. Seems seems satisfied. Chick picks at it, picks at it, picks at it, and then kind of just like flaps up to like about a twenty foot high branch and like sits, looks down at you, and then kind of like nuzzles itself into its wing. It looks like it's going to sleep. I th maybe we should follow the bird's example and sleep for the night, possibly. You, uh, as much as I want to rest these old bones I've got, uh, is it the wisest? Uh, do we want to be here another night? Shouldn't we have been there by now? Where, what was the half a day knowledge that we had? What was that a result of? The the feeling of not being there? Or No, the like when we, we checked something and I thought we got like the oh you'll be able to make it in half a day. That was before nightfall. 
the uh, day before. Ha ha. <laughs> okay. So it seems that your evening jaunt took you rather off course. Did the bird say anything else? You guys? I mean, I, I could ask him some questions if you want. I don't, I don't know. Is he sleeping? Uh, I don't want to wake him up. Um, because you know, I don't know how cranky he is. But I just about what about what time is it? It is, as far as you can tell, being under the trees here. It's becoming evening. It might as well be night in the the cover here. Do, do you think this area is safe, Lucky? Uh, DM, can I roll a survival for character play on whether I would know if this area felt safe or just underbrush awful? Absolutely. <laughs> I would love that. Okay, cool. Mm. Roll, roll it, DM. Hello. Okay. Cool. Lucky a feels right. a ten. Yeah, like he's like I I I ain't I never been here before. I don't I don't. I mean, I reached the swamps. It's way more it's way more clear, but like murky, you know. Like all I know is that bird's freaking me out. We saw the huge huge corpse back there, easily taken down by something, and uh. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if we do rest here, we're gonna have to use the nest charm. I feel like, cause I, 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 I'm staying down here. Essentially, I'll climb up in that branch. That bird. No offense. I'm, I'll, I'll go up there. Yeah, oh, for sure. That's. I, I just. I don't know if we can go another night and be okay. I. My eyes are gonna start getting wrinkles. You know. And. And I don't want to have to. That. If you're scared of a thing being out here, I don't know if we can. Could we fight a thing? I'm sure there's a lot of things out here. I mean, I, I guess I've not, I've not been out here. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know. So like, we, we can, we can, we can, we can try to press forward? Like looking at Eli and Dagonet for any sort of direction on what they feel, because look, I can't see that well at night. Like last time we had to go all night, clearly I got us lost. I don't want to go the other direction again for like half a day or more now, you know? I but think, just... oh, sorry, go ahead, Dagonet. He's gonna agree. Uh, I think it's doing us no. I, my 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 intentions were good about having us push through tonight, but I, I think it's doing us no favors if we're not up to the task of traveling at night. Uh, we're just gonna keep ended up getting lost. It's gonna make things worse. If I knew if I knew where I was, it'd be it'd be it'd be better, it'd be easier. But I, you know, oh, of I course, of course. Hey, this ain't your fault. It's new territory for all of us. They should really put some roads out here. I think. Should get on that. A note well, we, for the council. Well, we decided to not take the road in hopes that we would be quicker. Unfortunately, that uh, kind of uh, backfired on us. Look, I'm sorry. 
Oh, that's not, not against you. No, it's a lot of things went wrong. I'm just tired. Okay, I'm tired and I'm disappointed. All right. I, and I don't want to get eaten like that thing back there. I don't know what did that. I don't oh, think I've we'll ever seen something. Keep watch during the night. We'll be vigilant and we'll, uh, that won't happen. Get some sleep and it'll be better in the morning. Exactly. Should we use your necklace? I would. I would really prefer. I know that's oh, yes. but I would really prefer to be. Uh, oh, get out, Steve. Then and uh, start tying me together. Oh, Steve. Oh, Steve. <laughs> it's so funny. Um. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh. You. You get. Steve the rope out and you uh you start you get out your uh what's it called the uh the chain that's chain the charm Jesus the nest charm and uh you pull it out to do your your kind of your what's become a nightly ritual on the adventure day whenever Dagonet feels up to being uh very high up in the air and you place the nest charm on the ground. Everyone stands about 10 feet within each other. And it lifts you all the way up into the air. I believe it's 30 feet up into the air. Is that right, Pez? I believe you, you have ownership of the of the charm there. 50. Uh, yeah, just let me know. Charm. It, is. it is 30 foot diameter, circular, 50 feet in the air. 50 feet in the air you're getting way up there so only even the tallest trees in this area actually are above you about 10 feet is as high as they go and you can kind of see off into the distance it's late but you wanted to make a check of some kind to see if you see anything here at night might be a good vantage point to do so I mean, if nobody wants to step up, Lucky definitely will, but I mean, his eyesight's not that good at night. Tegan has his eyes shut real tight. <laughs> yeah, Lucky will, like, kind of scurry over the edge and kind of, like, in the eastern, like, location. Because I don't think has expressed east and south from the bird, the bird said, so... He's just looking east at this point, thinking east is the best point. Sure, yeah. Um, so east. Uh, let's see. Towards the east, I think at this point you can see the mountains, the ones that you all had previously traversed when you were trying to go find Benesaradin. Um They're large, and they're still quite a ways away, which would make a little bit of sense um but also it's uh it's kind of comforting that you've come this far towards them because that means you've been kind of going the right direction at least eastwardly as you take a look to the south things become harder to make out due to the evening sun being behind you um if you want to roll a perception check for anything else, the mountains are large enough that you can just see them. There's nothing stopping you from that. But any more detail than that, I'm gonna need a. I'll I'll need a check for. Yeah, I mean, I know the uh, 
atrium. I want to call it the avi avium, but it's not the um, avium. Avium. Okay, cool. My brain is like, what? You're good. Um, I know it's not like a city. Like Alderheart wouldn't wouldn't maybe like mm -hmm. emit light like a city would over the horizon, essentially. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if the avium would, but instinctually just to look for any light. Yeah. So. Knowledge of the, the, the avium. The avium is a college for the magical arts. It's Hogwarts of the, the bird and humble folk world. Uh, it, it's interesting in its structure in that uh, it is also a large tree like Alderheart, but not as big. Uh, Alderheart in itself, the tree is an entire city. Whereas the avium is known for having these floating, rotating platforms around its sides. It doesn't have branches in any traditional sense that a, a tree does, but it does have these large domed platforms that exist uh, on the tree itself. Now, sometimes these things can be found emitting light, uh, but in large scales, likely not more than, uh, you know, torches out of windows in the tree or or something like that, especially towards the, the evening. But if you're you're looking for something that stands out like that, right? A little bit outside the forest, a large tree structure, maybe some light that you could possibly see. Hmm. Sure, we yeah. can definitely try and see that. Yeah, I mean, so like, wanna... like I lived in the, you know, you like live way out in the country and you can kind of see a little bit of a glow yep, emitting, a, like something exactly. like that. That's so you're like... looking for the, the glow itself. Mm -hmm. Um, The thing with cities is that they actually generate a whole lot of light just yeah. ambiently with street lights uh, and other things, um, the lights that are always on. In, in a world like this, there's not a whole lot of just stagnant light that exists. Um. So I, I still think it would be rather difficult to pinpoint it unless you're you're actively trying to perceive it. Okay. And I know I know we don't want to try and make the roll because of that. So again, I, I, I prod. Maybe you can get Eli's help with uh, taking Lucky, a look. Yeah, Lucky's going like to look over his shoulder and be like, Eli, I mean, I can see the mountains to the east of here, but I can't make out uh, any... I mean, obviously the mountains. I can't make out anything else... Uh... In either direction, I was trying to see if we could, you know, all the hot kind of emits a little light over the, uh, how big the avium is. Can you see anything out here? Yeah, let me try. So, with the help action being taken by Eli, Lucky can roll perception as a flat roll. So, Lucky, would you like to roll perception? That is a 16, showing it, so we're not faking it. That is a 16. Lucky, you see something where there's a break from the trees. It seems like maybe finally you're above the tree line high enough that you can kind of see, and there seems to be a break some distance away, and then there's a large, dark cylindrical structure. But the longer you sit and look and the lower the sun goes down behind you and as your eyes adjust to the darker light it's easier for you to see what might be flickers of firelight it looks that? like vertical rows rather uniform going up this cylindrical structure and then as time goes on it's like a whole section of those get blotted out 
and then they reappear again, as if something is crossing the front of it. And again it happens, but slightly lower on this cylinder. And again, slightly higher, again going the opposite direction. Large swaths of these little pinpricks of light are blotted out for like 30-ish minutes at a time. If I'd put my money on it, I would definitely say that's the Aviamite. I don't, I mean, stuff's moving a bit. Yeah, it definitely seems like some sort of a man-made structure. Uh... What's a, what's a man? Oh. Just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> what's a man? Humble, kind structure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, Lucky's essentially afraid that once we get back into the thicket, we're going to lose which lose direction. So he's going to place the head of his like sleeping pack in that direction so that once we move back down into the brush we'll at least know it's like that away clever else i'll see if the bird's gonna let us lead us in the wrong direction mm. don't trust that's that clever that's Look clever sweating yeah so you you like make a mental note on where this is but you also do note that for you to be able to see these lights you remember the night that you were again in this uh, nest in the mountains and the distance that you could see to the pinpricks of the torchlight that were going down the canyon from the bandits you ended up fighting it's about that far so it's maybe two or three hours of walking really it's really not far Do we press on? Look, he's going to look over at Dagonet. What's Dagonet looking like? If you think it is that uh, far, that, uh, you know, that it's only a little walk, then uh, I, I would rather uh, stumble my way there than uh, be tied up uh, up here. Yeah. Uh, all right. I mean, uh, what do you think, Pez? I mean, it looks like it's only a couple hours that way. Pez is sort of pajama is hat on. Measurement. It's a nice hat. I mean, maybe a nap? Not that, I don't know if that would help at this point. I mean, getting there would be nice. They might have beds. Well, they definitely have beds. You know, avium. That would be rested to learn and stuff, you know. I like beds and blankets. Do you think they got blankets? Probably. Um, just to let you know that we might have to leave your your bed friend behind if he's just gonna sleep in these branches. Not, not what, oh, not, no. not, not my choice. But I mean, you know, if we keep checking on, just made happen that he, you know, stays. Sleeps some more snacks. Clearly, he's a survivor. I think you know. Maybe we're all right. I mean, we could just leave him a little bit, you know, as a thank you. So helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'll like take some of the jerky rations or whatever out of his own pouch and be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Just 
whatever we can uh, make sure he doesn't come after us uh, or he make he's satisfied with what he gets payment i guess but but payment of but leading us i don't yeah yeah i think so yeah. i don't think i don't... seems nice maybe we'll see each other again oh that'd be that'd be nice i mean he knows where we're going so you know maybe he'll come and he'll come call on you at the I'm tired. It's been like a day and a half. It's been a lot. But if we're that close, do you think we should go? I think we could definitely make it. Like it's that direction about two or so hours. So, I mean, we still got to deal with brush and all that stuff. So probably add it into that time because I got, I got tiny legs. Unless Dagon is going to carry me. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's going to be hard to get through all that. But yeah, I think we can make it before morning, maybe. Uh, all right. Just gonna put a little pack together, a little, little bit of jerky and stuff. Maybe some, I don't know, nuts. Do they eat nuts? I don't know. Uh, who knows? You're gonna take some chances. Yeah. And you create a little pouch and you go play. I, I assume we are dispelling the magic of the uh, the nest. So the, the nest. Dagonet holds on tight as usual. Ends up in like a tiny little ball of brambles. <laughs> right necklace size. And you're on the ground. And Steve the rope still firmly attached to Dagonet. Um, but you are there and you are ready to again brave the dark to get to the avio. This was the direction. Then you leave that for him. You, I can't. I can't see. Him. I don't. Where did he go? Is he still in the branches? I think I'll just leave it by the tree. You know, right at the bottom there. Maybe we'll be able to smell it, right? And just put it down there. I wish I could leave a thank you note. They probably can't read though. Yeah. I, I I think what you left is uh, quite thoughtful already. Uh, I don't think he would uh, have much of a use for a note. Yeah. Yeah, It's pro food is probably enough. He said he was, like, ousted from 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 where he used to live. I wonder why. why didn't I, I never got to ask. I wanted to ask. That's okay. <laughs> well, if it, uh, if it uh, remembers uh, where we were going, uh, who knows? It uh, might follow us. Uh, once it wakes up, and maybe you can ask later. Yeah, that's a good idea. Like it. Uh, can someone uh, unwrap uh, Steve oh, for yeah, me? Sorry. <laughs> Steve the rope is unwrapped, and the party make their way into the last portion of the ancient forest towards the avium. And as we watch them recede from the camera deeper into the forest, the camera lingers as their shadows fade, torches being struck. There's soft padding of paws and a low growl. Two horns spiking up out of a feline face that 
emerges from the darkness, its golden eyes shining. And that's where we're going to take our first break. Thank you, everyone, for being for, for Diefall Alderheart, episode 17. And when we come back, does the party actually make it to the avium? I guess we'll have to find out. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. Once again, thank you so much for being here on Diefall Alderheart, episode 17. If you're new here and you'd like to get caught up on anything and all things on Runaway Robot as well as all of the other Dungeons & Dragons things that we've done here on the channel, you can head on over to youtube.com slash runawayrobot. You can also catch up in podcast form. All of the audio forms are over on uh, Diefall on iTunes and Diefall on Spotify and Diefall on SoundCloud. You can basically just Google iTunes Diefall or Spotify Diefall and all that stuff shows up and you can listen to it in podcast form. If you do partake in any of these mediums to catch yourself up on any of the other shows or this show in particular, uh, do leave a comment or a review or any sort of things like that. That always helps us out. I'd like to thank Zombie Fighter. Thank you for the raid. Stella Luna for the 100 bits and Valdrinath for the 100 bits. Uh, H. Burns, thank you for subscribing for two months. And Purple Riot, thank you for the follow. Valjanet, thank you for the follow. I appreciate that. Thank you so, so very much. And big shout out to our Diefall patrons. If you would like to become a Diefall patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Diefall. You can uh, sign up to spend a little bit of money and become part of the show in some way, shape, and form. Uh, at $1, you can uh, submit an NPC name every month that will end up being used in the show. Uh, the next tier, you can get behind-the-scenes looks at post-shows where the cast and I discuss what happened on the show and questions that uh, the patrons have, as well as the art tier where the lovely Malaveth has created some excellent art of the encounter with the Elemental that will be released at the end of this month. And at the topest top tier, if you'd like to have a recurring NPC in your honor, you can get one of those designed. So please do support the show, support the cast. All of the proceeds from the Patreon do go directly to the cast for their time and their talents. All of your support is much appreciated, and we will be right back. Welcome back, everyone, to Diefall Alderheart episode... 17! It's dark out. The party is making their way to the Avium, which, if you weren't here earlier, is essentially the Hogwarts of Humblewood. It's a rather uh, magical place, if you will. Uh, the party has been able, finally, to figure out what direction they need to be going to actually get there after getting lost, pushing through the previous night. And so we find them walking through the forest, hopefully on their way, to the avium itself. I think, you know, maybe like a, an hour passes. Maybe even two hours pass. And there's something, there's something on the forest breeze. It's like, it smells, it smells rotten. It smells like, corpses or de decay like 
just dead animal. Well, this can't be good. And can we kind of get a drift of where this is coming from? <laughs> like, or is it just breezy wafting all directions kind of thing? Sure. Would you like to try and pinpoint where the smell is coming from? Yeah. Roll me a perception check, please. <laughs> uh, with a disadvantage? Correct. You are still exhausted. Fifteen. Fifteen. Lucky, I think you, we get the vision of, like, everyone's being held up in the line, right? Eli's holding a torch in the middle here. Lucky's been leading the way through the dark as well as they can. And Lucky gives, like, a hand. Just mouse nose up on the breeze. And, like, now you find yourself on your tippy toes, sniffing upwards into the boughs of one of the trees in front of you. And you try and you, you try and get a closer look. You get Eli to come over with maybe some of the fire so you can actually get a look at this tree. And you look upwards in what looks to be like a a nest? A large nest of intertwined branches and vines and leaves is about 20 feet, 25 feet up in the air across a couple of these branches. <laughs> Oh, well, you found where probably the rotting corpses are, as blood drips onto your face, looking up at this nest, Lucky. You did. Am I? Oh, sorry. No, I'm just really quiet. Like whispering at Eli, like, you, we shouldn't stay here. Get through this and quietly something's dead up there yeah i uh do i snuff the torch i i, I can't see i mean i i can't i can't see what's on it either maybe there may be whatever's up there's asleep Eli will slowly draw his uh, blade. Okay. Just be ready. Like he's gonna like try to as softly and quietly like move oh like past this still going in the direction without waking hopefully in his mind whatever is up there. Because he didn't get to see the cutscene. <laughs> yeah, weirdly enough, he didn't get to see it, right? So he's like, kind of like waving, like. The party, like, trying to be like, go quiet. And whatever you would like to, if you want me to roll something to see if we can sneak through. Or... Would you like to sneak? Oh, yeah. Like, he's definitely like. We need to get out of here and sneak through. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you dousing the torch? I don't think 
I I don't think so. Lucky's idea is essentially if they haven't gotten us now, they're probably just asleep up there, so we need to get mm. out. So that's that's where this. his mindset is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you want to sneak? You're trying to be as stealthy as possible uh, auditorially. Yeah. 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 Uh, but without dousing the torch. Absolutely. So whoever is trying to be stealthy here, please do roll me stealth checks at disadvantage due to your exhaustion. So Dagon A, everyone's joining you here in the disadvantage train for stealth. Mm. Pez with a 12, Lucky with a 12, Dagon A with a negative one, and Eli with a two. Wait. Well, all of this averages out into like, I think of like six. So, you know, that's a six that's for the party. Than I thought. Let's yeah, go. yeah. <laughs> so you're trying to be very stealthy as, as a party you're, you're i mean you're making the active effort right like that's, that's that's not the problem the issue is this isn't like a trail this isn't like packed ground this is a dense forest floor and it is almost impossible to tell what you're even stepping on underneath either the leaves or the detritus or the sticks or whatever it's hard to be quiet it's hard you also still have like the crackling of the torch flame around you and yeah it's just tough it's tough but you're doing your best to be quiet and make your way what direction from the tree are you trying to go uh i mean do we walk in pretty much immediately into a tree or is it like next to us i essentially just getting past it to continue whatever it's so it's path. Yeah, let's say it was like off to the left or something like that. So you can try and go back to the direction you were going. Yeah. Um, just move away from it. Okay, sure. So you try and get back on to the to the path, moving as quietly as possible. And as the memory of that kind of fades to the back of your mind and you're moving, and 10 minutes goes by. Who's in the back of the line right now? I assume myself. Okay. There's a rush. The underbrush. A lot of movement. A flurry of feathers and metal. Maybe a yell out from Dagonet. And, well, in a moment, Dagonet, I'll let you know what you need to do. <laughs> Some creature leaps out. From the undergrowth. And on to Dagonet. Uh, roll me a strength saving throw, Dagonet. Saving throws are, are regular. Yep. So a 16. Whatever it is on top of you, you're able to... <clears throat> throw it off to the side and get back to your feet. And it just scampers away into the darkness once again. anyone get a good look at that? Or what? what did I just roll off of me? Did you trip? No, that was something that definitely uh, jumped out. Uh, it, it, uh, <clears throat> All you remember, Dagonet, is a mass of teeth and claws on top of you before you were able to get it away. Whatever it was, it had uh, a lot of teeth and sharp things. So uh, maybe we should uh, pick up the pace a little. All right, all right. 
Yeah. Like he's like bow drawn now, like trying to shh. Let's go. Let's go. Yep. And Lucky, as you turn around, something drops from the tree on top of you. Oh, great. I'm going to go ahead and pull you guys to a, a map. And chat, I'll get you set up on that in, uh, in, in just a second here. <laughs> Dropping from the tree, as we've all been privy to in a, uh, a cutscene. Oh, goodness gracious. Let me know if you can't see anything, because you should be set up to have sight. I think they reset the tokens and their sight settings. Yeah, they they did. They absolutely did. Yep, they line. absolutely did. Uh, Dagony, you should be able to see. I can't see a thing. I might have to refresh. Ooh, yeah, one moment. I mean, it's helping the intensity of what the heck's going on. Oh, that's huge! I can see. There we go. There we go. Setting on the map got reset. There we go. I hate this. I don't want to see it anymore. Yeah, it's a big, it's big, yep. right? It's a big, this is a big old kitty. Yep, um, yep. Yeah, so it, uh, it plops down. Jumping down from height onto... Our little friend here, Lucky. Lucky, I'm going to need you to roll me a strength saving throw, please. Right. Fifteen, or I guess, uh, I don't know, I still no. have advantage on 15's it. Fifteen's fine. Cool. Uh, so it's, uh, we just take the first number on that, so that's fine. Um, yeah, so it lands on top of you. It's unable to, to knock you prone. Um, but it does attempt to bite out at you. Uh, let's go ahead and roll. At 14, Lucky. 16. Not enough. Mm -hmm. You're able to, maybe you get your bow in the way of it as it drops down, you're like, ah, ah, and it's got this big mouth just cramped down on top of it. And you can see now these kind of like these horns jutting out from of it. It's got these leaves and mosses and like things. It looks like the leaves and moss are like growing out of its body. It has these gold glowing eyes. And uh, then it dashes away. Did, we, did you scare it? Uh, it scared me. You guys see what direction it went? Not uh, not really. I don't think uh, it. Uh... Not, not well. Uh, just be on alert. We gotta go. We gotta try to uh, hustle. Just keep your eyes clear on the brush. Uh, yeah. And he's gonna like try to like move forward again because I can't see it. I don't wanna go after it. Right, yeah, so you guys are going to try and, and proceed forward. And I think this is a good enough time for us to go ahead and have you guys roll initiative. So c select your tokens and go ahead and uh, and roll some initiative here. Hmm. Oh, man. Wow. Eli, that is good. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Dagonet with a four, Eli with a one, Lucky with a 23. Uh, and Pez with a 20. So we are wildly opposite sides of the spectrum in both our stealth rolls and our initiative rolls. That's uh, that's pretty good, huh? That's pretty good. I'll go ahead and put that one up there. 
Let's see if that's a good spot. Yeah, that's a good enough spot. Okay, so we'll go ahead and get these ordered. Lucky, you do have the first go. So what you just told me was that you wanted to try and, and, and move ahead. Um, is that still a plan? Sorry, yeah, Lucky is like, I mean, I can't find it. It's like, it's in the brush, guys. We, we just need to hustle. We need to stop moving. Um, and Lucky's gonna keep weapon drawn and there's, I have no other reactions or anything without a target, so I'm just trying to... Uh, sure, so you, you, you want to just, you're gonna use your move action to move into the, the woods further? Yeah, can I like ready... Oh, I, I can't... Can I ready a, like a dodge essentially? Like keep ears. You can take the dodge action. Yes. Okay. Um, and that will uh, affect the creature into having a disadvantage on attacks against you. Okay. Um, and you will still have your movement that you can utilize and your bonus action. Uh, okay. Um, no bonus action at the moment. So Lucky is just gonna be like, "Hey, let's move forward," and just like move as far as he can within the light. See where we're going okay within the light yeah. uh so for for us on our side and on my side i can't actually tell how far the light goes from eli but eli and everyone else can tell how far that goes except for Dagonet, because Dagonet can see everything so yeah uh yeah. which is what we see on the audience side by the way that's not light that they can see that's just light that Dagonet can see um anyways so yeah so you move to the edge of the light and and that's what you're doing and you're trying to get everyone to go with you yeah okay uh sounds good you're taking the dodge action yes Okay. Dropping from the tree once again and leaping out at Pez. The forest prowler, I'm just going to start calling it what it is. The forest prowler uh, makes an attack against Pez. A 23. Might hit. Um, uh, might hit. She's yep. Within five feet, I want to do mm -hmm. protection. Does protection do the disadvantage or just make it negative? It's my reaction, so it imposes a disadvantage. It is still a 23. Yeah. Um, so the claw hits, dealing you nine slashing damage, and then Pez, I need a strength saving throw to prevent yourself from going prone. Neat. I hit strength to do the thing. There it is. Strength, 16. Yeah, so it claws at your wing, and you're able to get away from it. It doesn't bring you to the ground, but it is ferocious, and it makes another attack with its claw and another bite. Um, A 15 and a 22. Was my um parrying sword, was that plus one or two to AC? Uh, I believe it says on the parrying sword. Uh, did I not give that to you? Find it, but I'm not seeing oh, where it went. Did I not give it to you? Dang it! It's on my sheet, but it doesn't say. Uh, I believe it's plus two, if I'm remembering correctly, and I'll look it up on the sheet right here. Perry plus... is uh, two to AC. Okay, so then that would be a fifteen AC. Would that mm -hmm. hit? Uh, so you would. It would meet the AC, which means it does hit. Ah, you must okay. meet or exceed. Uh, so both of them do hit? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 10 more slashing damage from the claw and 14 from the bite. 
So I have... Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, and... Yeah, that's what it's going to do on, on this particular move. I thought it was going to get the kill. <laughs> Pez cries a little, yep. Okay, that's the Forest Prowler's turn. Pez, it is indeed your turn right afterwards, though. What would you like to do? Oh, burn real bad. Oh, um, uh, I think, I mean, I'm going to definitely healing word myself. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that so Healing Word a is a bonus action. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Do that at level... Level 2 does more, right? Yeah. Yes, it does an additional die. Level 2. Okay. Uh, so 10 total healing. And then... <laughs> uh... You do have healing potions, too, which are actions. Oh, I do have healing potions. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna eat one of those. I'm gonna go ahead and remind you about that one. Uh, I believe did did you guys write down how much they were? Or should I look it up again? Because um, they're regular potions of healing, uh, which is two d four plus two. Okay. Nine. So using your action, you sing yourself a little song, chug down a healing potion for another nine health, uh, and are staring down this forest prowler in front of you. You get out of here. I, I really am. I see this as like all of those memes of the of Skyrim where people just eat wheels of cheese in the in the screen <laughs> to like get their health back or whatever. And this is just Pez doing that with healing potions and singing. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay, Pez, you have your movement. Um, would you like to use it? Oh, I mean, it's right there. I don't want to be by it. Oh, I had a quick question on Bardic Inspiration. I wouldn't yes. have regained any from, since we didn't sleep, right? Is that how that works? Correct. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, does Bardic Inspiration say short or long rest? Let's, let's be clear. Let me look it up. I don't want to, I don't want to. So you can't cast it right now because you've already used your bonus action, but I'll yeah. look it up for you. When you finish a long rest, yep. yes. So because cool. you have not long rested, that's it. I'm, I don't want to be by it. I'm going to scoot okay. away from it. Lucky one it passed there and yeah. Get an attack of opportunity. Okay. <laughs> Alright. It lashes out with its claw at you. Yeah. Oh. 22. Yep. Yeah. And hit. Nine slashing damage. Okay. Back down to there. Goodbye, healing potion. Bye. But now we've got the beefy ones in front. So let's see what we can do here, right? Pez, is that your turn? Yep. Alright. Dagonet. You're actually faster than someone today. Um. <laughs> What would you like to do? It lashes out at your friend here. Your shield was unable to, to catch it the first time. You're noticing it's big, it's fast, and it's strong. This is, uh, this is not, this is not okay. No, it is quite nasty. 
Uh, he's gonna try and spear it. Okay. Go ahead and uh, roll me an attack, please. 19. Yes, absolutely does hit. Uh, it's not armored in any way that you can tell. It does have some, like, sticks and leaves that seem to be growing out of it, but it doesn't seem to have armor of any kind. Um, so you deal it nine piercing damage right off the top here, and it howls out in pain. Uh, it was definitely looking for a quick kill, and this is, uh... This is maybe a little bit more bite than it was uh, it was expecting to get here. Okay. Uh, as my uh, bonus action, since I made an attack uh, for Shield Master, I can uh, use my bonus to try and shove a creature within five feet of me with my shield. So I'm gonna try and shove. I'm try and shove it. Shove it away. Uh, okay. Is it contested athletics or strength? It doesn't say. Uh, can you post it for me real quick so I can read the wording? I don't actually have it in my in my thing. Oh, okay. Um, I kept forgetting to put it there. What's it called again? Shieldmaster? Shieldmaster. It's in regular feats. Okay. The Shieldmaster feat. Take an action. Uh, you can use a bonus action to try and shove a creature within five feet of you. If you're incapacitated, add the shield AC and any bonus dexterity to any dexterity saving throw. Um, try and shove. Okay, so we just take the, the shove mechanics then, which I thought were contested. Special melee attack to shove a creature, either to knock it prone or push it away. You're able to make multiple attacks with attack action. You can replace with one of those. No more than one size larger than you. Uh, you are medium. It is large, so that is one size larger than you. You make an athletics check contested by its strength or athletics check or its dexterity slash acrobatics check. Whatever it chooses. Okay, so roll me your your strength for this. Uh, disadvantage because we're tired. Indeed. It is an ability check. You want, do you want athletics or do you want just base strength? Uh, whatever. Athletics is probably higher for you, so take athletics. A 10. Okay. Uh, it dodges swiftly out of the way. That's a 21. Uh, and avoids the, the shove and it kind of snarls at you. Uh, you see it like dripping blood from its, uh, like chest area where you had stabbed it with a spear. Um, anything else you'd like to do here, Eli? Looked like someone was measuring a fireball, and I'm getting kind of worried about that. No. I don't know if anyone has that, but geez. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, okay, so... I stay. Okay. Eli, it is your turn. Were you measuring something? No. Okay. What are you talking about? What would you like to do, Eli? Not hurt my friends. That's what Perfect. I would like to do. So I love that. Eli is going to... Ela is going to move in and swang with the blade of wo the wood, not the blade okay. of woe. That is Skyrim. Sure. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think if I have. Oh, I already have it in here. Okay. Oh, good God! It's an eleven. 
Uh, yeah, not not enough to hit at this point. It dodges away back from you and right. turns its snarl in your direction. Yeah. Um, and in that case, he's going to uh, use a bonus action to cast Spiritual Weapon. Yeah, um, absolutely. And Of course, I archived that. that, so no, I can't find your Spiritual Weapon. Hang on a second. Let me get your Spiritual Weapon. Go ahead and roll for it. If you haven't already, uh, I did. Yeah, that was a seventeen. Uh, a seventeen is enough to hit. Okay. It's four force damage, and yeah, that's okay. more or less where I wanted it. Right. right okay. There. All right. Uh, I have to remake this one, so I'm going to give it to. You. Let me know if you can control it now. Just doing spell slot. Yes, I can. Thank you. Cool. Um, uh, okay. I think he's going to put his body in between Lucky and Pez and the Prowler. Sure. Yeah. All right. Turn. Lucky, what would you like to do here? I'm, I always... I mute it one place and then I forget that I muted it at the other place and then I mute it at the other place and I forget. I'm just like, okay. Um, Lucky is so as soon as Lucky hears like I guess Pez like shriek out, he's like about faced. And uh with the action and everything that's going on, he immediately puts Hunter's mark on it and is just like Yeah. That you, you is don't bite me. the you don't bite move. Um and it's just gonna longbow shot it or shot, shoot at it. Uh Yeah, sure. You see it and it's a Big old cat That's creature, huge. and it's got these horns and stuff. Yeah, it's it's immense. And you like you you see Pez running at you, like yeah. bleeding from multiple places. And you're like, oh, oh god, look at that thing over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So go ahead, roll roll me some attack. Uh, That's a crit. That's a natural twenty. Yes. Okay. All right. So roll me damage for the bow, and then uh, roll me two d six for your hunter's mark. Okay. So that's 18 piercing damage up front. And then three. And then three. God. Yeah. I, low on that. Low on that. So 21 total damage, though. This arrow, I think because it's like it's like back and forth between both Eli and Dagonet here, it just takes it directly in the side, like in the rib cage, and just God, howls out, mm -hmm. screeching into the night. Not okay. Uh it wanted a quick kill and a quick snack. This is this is turning out to be really wrong. Really, uh, really wrong. And Lucky's gonna try to make his way, like, what I feel like would be like closer to Pez, just like, where are you okay? Are you okay? And like trying to like look her over yeah. for like bite marks. Where did it get you? It hurts. Oh definitely, God. definitely has bite marks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Stay back here. And that's it. It is the Prowler's turn now. Oh goodness gracious! What is this boy gonna do? It wanted in and it wanted a snack. How is it gonna handle this situation? Okay. The Prowler is going to use its action to disengage, swiftly moving back into the forest. It is then going to take the hide action on its bonus and disappears from sight. Sight, I specify, 
because we have magic involved in this game. Uh, but as of right now, it disappears. And that's its turn. Pez, what would you like to do? So I saw the direction where it went. You can definitely try and make a contested check here against its stealth. Okay. Because I, I think I want to cast maybe some, some lights over there just so it can't be sneaking around. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, so roll me um, your perception against its stealth check. Uh, perception. 14? Okay. Uh, I'm not going to say the number that I rolled, but I will let you know I rolled a natural 20. This boy is its somewhere in the trees. Uh, it is very hard for you to tell. It's dark out. It looks like the leaves themselves. But you're unable to find it right now. I'm just going to eat those lights around. Sure. To... So what lights are you talking about? The dancing lights. The cantrip. The dancing lights cantrip. Okay, so I don't think you've used these before. Just for performance once, I think. Yeah, so you can create up to four torch-sized lights within range, making them appear as torches, lanterns, or glowing orbs that hover in the air for the duration. You can also combine the four lights into one glowing, vaguely humanoid form or size. So you're going to pick doing the four separate lights here? Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, so one moment. Let me get you some light representations here. Uh, there we go. Let's go ahead and grab one of these. I know they're kind of hardish to see here, but they will be easier to see uh, once we give them a little bit of a little bit of light. So they're a torch, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and where do you want these? Um, if I double click, it'll ping the area, right? Uh, if you hold, if you click hold, it'll do it. Like one over there. Okay. And then another one. Over there. Okay. And then another one maybe over there. Okay. And then the last one, one probably over there. All right. Uh, are you guys able to, to see the lights on your screen or no? The, ori the orientation of them. Oh, shit. Should be able to see them. Emits light, all players see light. What is wrong here? Dang it. Is it mm. is it showing on the steam on the uh, stream window? It's not, which okay. means that Dagonet can't see it either. Um okay. so let me try let me try something else here and put this in. Uh, fuck, it's not working. Okay, uh, I'll try to ha figure it out. But as of right now, you do have vision of these areas, just to let you know, um, within like you know certain radiuses. I don't know why this isn't currently functioning because this is how I set up your tokens, and you can see. So, yeah, I'm not sure yet. Uh, okay, so. 
It doesn't, none of the locations that you selected reveal where the Prowler is. Okay. Okay. There's at least that. Um, and I will continue to fumble with this until I figure it out. But, uh, so what else would you like to do here, Pez? That was an action. I don't know if I have any bonus actions that would do much. Um, if you wanted to try and heal, if you wanted to, I don't know what else you have. That one's a bonus. I keep forgetting that's a bonus. Yeah. Um, I don't have too many spell slots left. I think I'm gonna, well, I probably shouldn't save her because if I get hit one more time, that's kind of it. <laughs> if it was as good as the last time. See yeah. Right now. There we go. Yeah. Thank you, chat. Thank you. I'm a dummy. Thank you. Butter knives let me know. He's like, isn't there a DM layer? Yep, I was on it. Ha ha. Haha, <laughs> was on DM layer. Okay, we're good. We got them all up now. Can you guys see it all? All looks okay? Yeah. Nice. Excellent. Thank you, guys. Um, okay. Uh, so one more time for me, because I was reading things, Pez. Sorry. Oh, no, you're good. I'm just gonna, I guess, probably just regular healing word myself. I don't know if that's the, uh, the choice, but that's what I'm gonna do, I guess. Yeah, absolutely, if you want to. Yeah, eight. Nice. Another eight hit points back into the pool a lot <laughs> yeah yeah uh okay um Dagonet, what would you like to do here or pez did you want have any movement you wanted to do or are you okay where you're at you're okay i'm good Dagonet, what would you like to do here all right i am going to trundle my way up by eli over here and i'm just gonna ready an action with my spear jumps out around me i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna poke it real good Okay, yeah. So if it if it comes in range, you got it. Um, Eli, what would you like to do? Uh, yeah, I think. Dagonet, did you did you pick that spot just to like be in front of the bushes, or were you trying to do like a back to back super dads thing? Yeah, I was just trying to protect line of, you know. Okay, cool. Don't be insulted. Don't be insulted. I'm running the, in this direction. That was, that was the that was my reasoning. I was like, I don't <laughs> want him to have set up like, all right, buddy, we got this, and then turn around and be like, Eli. Where did, <laughs> where did you go? Did you go? <laughs> uh, I mean you can keep the spiritual weapon if you want. Uh yeah, I kinda wanna do like a kinda wanna do a triangle formation here. And just sort of, I, I don't know if it's possible to even ready an action with a spiritual weapon, but I would like to at um, least, at the very least. So you can pick because you, it uh, takes I your see. action, right? You're using your action to use your reaction to perform That's something. That's right. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, I use my bonus action to do that. And then I would like... I am going to hold my action to to swing my sword if it comes within range of me and like Pez. Pez okay, so Pez not the rapier, but your sword? No, yeah, not the rapier. Okay, sounds good. Yep. All right, Lucky, it is your turn. What would you like to do here? All right. Uh, 
like he is going to um pr pretty pretty uh, that thing is very large and scary uh so he's going to prep hail of thorns as a bonus action uh, essentially he cast it and it's just an, if i get a next hit i get it to go in chat how long does yeah how long does hail of thorns last duration is one minute Okay, so the next time you hit, you have uh, you can do this. Yeah. Uh, you can hit them with the the hail of thorns. Okay, cool. Yeah, using it as a bonus action. Are you casting at level one? Okay. Yeah. Just level one. So okay. um, and then he's just keeping an eye out as as much as like, can I use my action to do like a perception check for like sound if it's like crunching around in the branches? I mean, it's um, pretty big. What so. does Hunter's Mark say? about knowing where things are. Hunter's Mark says... Uh, you choose a creature with a, you have an extra d6 on damage when the target's hit with an attack and you have an, ex an advantage on wisdom, perceptance, text, or survival checks you make to find it. So, hey, you want to perceive yeah. that, huh? Yeah. So you get your nice flat perception roll here <laughs> as your action. Wait. All right. <laughs> Looking around, trying to hear... Boop. The 13th? Sadly, not enough to know where it is. Um, right. Is that your turn? That's it. Yep. That's it. I think for the flavor, you hear some rustling. <laughs> and it drops down on top of you out of the tree. <laughs> right. Directly, directly on top of you, lashing out with a claw. Uh, an eight. I don't think that one hits. Uh, ah, ah, and it goes with the claw again, 16, and it will try That's to bite it. you. Yeah. Okay, so the 16 does? Yeah, and the 21 does. Okay, 16 is 5. The bite is, don't take the crit, it's the 12. So it's 17 total damage. Okay. And it snarls in front of you. It seems to be, uh, it seems to understand... Where all of its hurt came from the other round. Weird. Not me. We, yeah. We lost Odd. your audio. Or I lost your audio. Me? Oh, no. Me? Rob? Rob? I can't hear anybody. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh wait. Now I can hear you. <laughs> I Maybe did it was not a hiccup. touch anything this time. Maybe it was an internet hiccup. It's all good. We're, we're back. We're back. I think. We're good? It wasn't me. I didn't touch anything. Okay. Okay. Um, so like it he, makes those attacks against you. He just like grabs uh, like, it's here, it's here. And like yells yeah. at everybody in case they miss this huge thing coming out. <laughs> yeah. And so with it being here, uh, it's going to run back into the woods and attempt to hide. Do I have an um, attack away or attack of opportunity on it? You do not currently have a melee weapon out. Ah. So you could drop your bow and draw the melee and do it. I would allow that, but then your bow is on the ground and I don't know what you want to do about it. Yeah, I would. Lucky's. Okay. No. Okay, so it's going to go off and uh, and attempt to to do some, some, some hiding here. Uh, and so it disappears from view. What's everyone's uh, perception? Uh, passive. passive? Four. Yeah. 14. 11. 14. 11. 14. 13. 13. 10. 
You know what's awesome? It rolled really terribly. And uh, you all know where it is. You follow it through the trees. But what you do note is that it may not have run very far, but it went up. Mm. It is now 30 feet above you. Yeah, yeah, it's it's absolutely now. the thing. Like it comes down and it hits and jumps up in the tree, and you like watch it bounce around these branches so far away from you. So okay, Pez, what would you like to do here? Uh, you have you have eyes on it now. You know where it is. Uh, I'm just gonna lucky this cat ain't right. You got you got those things. You got the cat. You got the cat. You got it. No problem. I'm gonna just bardic inspiration. Lucky. All right. Lucky, you feel inspired. You're right. I do got. I, I, I do got this. You're right. You're right. You're right. For the bonus, and then if I could possibly just crossbow the cat. Heck yeah, you can try and crossbow the cat. I'm gonna try to crossbow the cat. That's a natural one. Woo! Your crossbow. Uh, oh, oh. You gotta reset the crank and re-crank it back and reset a bolt. Oh, yeah, that didn't work out. Bardic inspiration worked. <laughs> that is one. true. It's true. Wasn't it totally work. wash. Oh goodness gracious. We are we are struggling today. I'm sorry. Okay, Pez, is there anything you want to do? You see where it is? Do you want to move? Uh I like being by my friends. Maybe I'll just scoot one step back, just like a Ooh, Yeah, sure. Yeah. Lucky in front, Dagonet behind. Maybe this is okay. Yeah. Got it, Lucky. Speaking of, uh, Dagonet, what would you like to do? Oh, that kitty is up there. I don't like this. I don't like these prowlers at all. Let's He's gonna try and keep his eye on this thing. <laughs> spear at the ready. <laughs> yeah, so uh, again, readying in action with the spear? Yeah. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Eli, what would you like to do? How many feet did you say it was up? 30. Spiritual weapon can only move 20. We. Yeah, okay. yeah. It can well, move very far. I'm gonna, oh, Dagonet, no. Stop following me. No. I just mean to follow you. No, it's okay. <laughs> All right. is going to move his weapon to hang out with the group. And then how easy is it for me to move 20 feet this way, DM? How easy? You can absolutely move yeah, that, that far. Trees. Mm -hmm. You're underneath the trees. Okay, cool. I'm going to move my full... Wait. Eh. My little animal feats are going to move their full 25. Uh, two, three, four, two. Okay. And I am going to try and attract its attention as best I can. I fucking knew it. <laughs> and just screaming and, hey, you big dumb cat. Get your ass down here. And uh, I am going to hold my action, and upon it, um, uh, no, you know what? I, I'm just gonna do this. I'm gonna expend a charge on my blade of uh, of the wood. Okay. Um, which 
it uh, I speak the command word and I and I cast spike growth mm-hmm. with a save of DC 16 centered on myself. Like it's, That's it's right. a radius of 20 feet centered on myself. A radius of 20 centered yeah. on yourself. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think I'm well out of range Ooh. of my friends. Ooh. I'm going to try and uh, lure the sucker down. 20. You got some of them in there. On 20? That's 20 feet right there. I moved 25. How is that possible? Unless I didn't move in a straight line. You're also farther back from us. Anywhere you started. Yeah. There'll be a little bit in it. It's going to cover a really large swath of this area, though. Shoot. Huh. Let me try and move. Hang on. All right, so one, two, three, four. How about that one? How about that one? There you go. There we go. That there is, it is. That's, how that's line, the that's one. That's how lines work. That, that's the, the one. Works. Stay in yeah. school. Oh, no. School oh. from home, kids. School from oh, home, everyone. God, that's weird. I hate this. Uh, I'm going to, yep, spike growth it. Baby. Okay. And I'm going to try and attract its attention. And uh, and uh, don't don't tell the big cat, but I'm hoping it lands in it. Yeah, so this whole area, uh, what is your command word? Oh, gosh. Well, it's a blade of the wood, right? Like, so uh, I feel like it's appropriate that I, I whisper wild wood into it. Oh, hell yeah. And so, like, this growth out of the ground from underneath this, like, Hacking of all of this stuff in this forest, this dense forest. They come wrenching out of the ground around, snaking around all of the roots and tangles, and it just tangles all over the place in this area around Eli. The rest of the party, you've watched Eli run into the woods away from you. And now all of these brambles are sprung up out of the ground. And he's yelling at the cat. That man is going to be the death of me. Okay, um... So... Eli, is that everything? This matured. Lucky, what would you like to do? Uh... I am unaware of whether... I can see light where Eli is. I can see the cat cresting into Eli's light. But mm-hmm, it's darkness mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm, so does mm-hmm. that mean I see the target can shoot through the darkness at it, but don't see my own hand in front of my face, or what? I don't because I would I clearly want to shoot it, but you know I the make general sure. area that it's in, right? So if you can't see it on your map right now, I can. You see can't it. really. You can't. I can see. I can see like all all of the token, half the tokens in dark gray, half the, or like uh. a quarter of it's in the bright. Then you I'm can just see saying, it. like next to me, it is nighttime. So. It is dark, dark. <laughs> yeah. You are at this point a practiced ranger. Okay. I would trust Lucky to be able to draw an arrow and pull a string in the dark, taking note of where their surroundings were previously, and shoot at something that they can see. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't know if there was a mechanical problem with me shooting. Uh, the I dark don't think so. I if don't... you were like level one, I'd be like, okay. 
Okay. This is going to be tough for you, (laughs) but you're not. You're well-practiced at this point, and you have an unobstructive line of sight to the animal. Okay. Uh, Lucky's going to... uh, I feel like... He's going to fire, but before he goes, he's going to feel for Pez in the dark around him, essentially, and, like, tuck her behind him. (laughs) And then pull an arrow and then shoot at the um, creature. Yeah, absolutely. It's a 15. A 15 does indeed hit. So Yes. I'm glad it's not within five feet of... Yeah, because this is it's about yeah. to start raining even more brambly things. Yeah, so as soon as it hits, there is like you saw like brambles stick out of the arrow and just Yeah. At it as it flew. So that's a deck saving throw, I guess, for it. I'll shoot damage for this guy. And then oh yeah. Sorry, I'm just a spaz right now. Oh, you're good. Handle your business, Lucky. You got it. Alright, so seven damage from the hunter's mark and the bow. Okay. And then the deck save. Or if he takes half of a 1d10 or a full 1d10 of damage from the thorn. Okay, he rolls a 11. I don't know what that saves against my cat. My com- I'm not a caster normally. Oh, it's a 12 uh, it's save. Sh- 12 save on my... Uh, there you go. So it fails. The 1d10. Yeah. So much typing. I know. Look at all the damage you're doing right Three. now. Well, low end of that roll, but look at all the damage you're doing right now. So 10 total damage laid out on this so this arrow goes flying through the darkness and i think we get that thing we're like oh lucky can't actually see but we need light so the audience can see so we see lucky like in the dark pull out deftly lays an arrow shoots it through the air and as it's in the air it turns into all these like sharp shards and just into the forest prowler um yeah dealing 10 points of of damage there well well struck and and it looks over at you and it's very upset and now it's got all these like little thorns in its side yeah, not happy with you. Um, what else would you like to do, Lucky? Uh, nothing else at the moment. Uh, if you'll uh, conversationally allow, Lucky's gonna be like, can you, those, "Are those lights yours? Can you move them?" I um, I don't over here. I don't like it's the dark. It's dark over here. Talking to hey. Pez. <laughs> right between you and the cat. Yeah, yeah so I just can't see. I can't even see you. I don't know where you are except for I can feel your feathers, and I'm, I don't want to grab the wrong place, you know. So just oh, somewhere over here, you know. Yeah, no, I got no problem. No, it is not the long night lighting for this scene. Gosh dang it. (laughs) I'm a better director. I'm just going to point that out. Okay. uh, So it is now the Forest Prowler's turn. Unless, Lucky, you want to move anywhere or are you good to go? Good to go. Excellent. Uh, so the Prowler, I think it gets hit in the side and, and honestly, it might have been beneficial that this wasn't a ton of damage because Eli is still making a ton of noise and has moved the light away from you guys. It is, its attention has now been drawn over to Eli and it bounds through the trees and then jumps down on top of Eli making a claw attack. At the exact same time, it lands in the brambles, getting itself tangled in the spike growth where this range of twists and sprouts and hard spikes and thorns upon entering the area it takes 2d4 piercing damage for every five feet it travels so rob please roll me eli please roll me 2d4 piercing damage upon entering the spike growth where it lands down it also lashes out with the claw uh i don't think a nine hits you 
which means it does not have the ability to even try and pounce on you, but it is going to try and hit you with another claw and another bite as it sits here in this spike growth, very, very, very upset with itself. Um, So that's, yeah, one, two, so three damage. Okay, so three damage from the growth. It's now out here in front of you, and that's a 17 for the claw and a 22 for the bite. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that both? Oh, sure. Oh, good. Okay, right. That's nine slashing from the claw and 13 as the bite comes down around, let's say, your torch arm, right? Uh-huh. It's just right on your torch arm. Um, and you know what? For flavor, roll me a, a strength saving throw. Would love to. I'm just doing the math on that hit there. Uh, strength save. Saves are... Good not affected right now that's exhaustion level three um, yes sir nope that's my other campaign i have that item that gives me save throws good god i am so messed up <laughs> 17 yeah, yeah yeah absolutely i think it hurts like hell but you like prod in with the the blade of the wood and are able to like get it away from you for the moment and it kind of sits back on its haunches and and it looks around it's like swiping around at all the brambles around it and it seems very uncomfortable with this situation um how much movement was that that was fine jump down eli it's going to try to jump away from you it doesn't want to be in these brambles uh, you will have an attack, attack of opportunity on it here. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is not happy about this. 16? Uh, 16 is definitely enough to hit. Heck you! That's an 8. That's an 8. So as it jumps up and it, ha! And it like howls in pain as you like get it across its back as it leaps back up into the trees easily enough, just like 20 feet straight up into the air. And it ends up back in the trees, and it hops up even higher, and it runs back over in this direction. It's going to attempt again to hide. Um, so I'm going to roll for its stealth real quick. Okay. It's much higher. This one, it disappears from view. Okay. Pez. Yeah. What would you like to do? I was gonna move my lights over about maybe about there. One of them. The one that's the closest. Uh, one more time for me. Oh, double clicked there. Right there. Okay. okay. Um, do you have a, a a limit on the distance that you can move these or no? Sixty feet. Okay, so that's well within. Gotcha. Uh, can you only move one at a time or all of them as a group? Uh, I think I move all of them. It's a uh, torchlight lights. Uh, as a bonus action on your turn, you can move the, the lights up to sixty feet to a new spot. Okay, so range. all of them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you just want to move that singular one right now? I was gonna move that one, and then add maybe just the other one, kind of. So, so the one up t- up top. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe just scoot that one over just a little bit. Sure. And then the farthest one at the bottom left. Yep. Bring that one about there. Absolutely. I'm just going to give a thumbs up to Lucky. Is that better? Is that okay? I love it. Okay. Uh, so what else would you like to do, Paz? Oh, yeah, that was a bonus. And we can't see the it cat was. Anymore, right? It was. But I have no idea where the cat is. So... How's Lucky looking? 
some blade marks. He's uh, bleeding a little bit, but not too much. Not like gushes. Just he's he's got it. Looks hurt. He's hurt. Um, I'm just gonna you know just put my hands on him. Just like look, buddy, you got you keep on hitting that cat. Just keep just keep hitting that cat. You know it'll be fine. You're doing fine. I'm gonna do yeah. uh heroism on. Oh wait, is dancing like concentration? It is. Never mind. I'm not gonna do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's hard. Do I see or do I try and heal someone? It's really difficult. Yeah, I'm gonna leave the lights up. Okay. Um. Yep, that's kind of it. I'm just gonna ready the crossbow again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. You've got it cranked back, and you've got a bolt sitting on it. And you're kind of just looking around, real nervous, like. Yeah. Just um, the cat show up. Okay. Uh, Dagonet, what would you like to do? I know. It's up in a tree. This is like your worst nightmare. You can't get to it. You don't have ranged weapons. It's really tough. Tired. I want to go to bed. Eli is off in the brambles of a damn cat. And he's just keep his spear at the ready. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's uh it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Uh okay. Do you want to move anywhere? Bonus action anything? Are you good? No, he don't know where this thing is. He's gonna... He wants to keep himself, hopefully, between him and the others. No, he'll stay there. Meantime. Yep. Okay. Eli. You're in the brambles now. You in them brambles now. That's okay. I can move through them. Can you really? I think so. I can pass through this terrain unaffected, yeah. Any creature? Wait, what? Where does it say that? On on my blade of the wood. On oh, the so they altered yeah, 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 they yeah. altered spike growth. So yes. So we've got like a parting of the bramble seas moment. Whenever Eli runs through or walks through this, it just and then reforms behind him. That's super badass. Okay, cool. Yeah, spiky boy through the spikies. Yes. Spiky boy through the spikies, baby. Malaveth is very clever today. Uh, today, try like every stream you see her in the chat. It's true. Rolling out these clubs. This is true. All these clubs. She's got too many clubs. How does she hold all those clubs? <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I. Oh God. I don't know, man. I'm gonna. Hmm. Hmm. I had a plan. I lost my plan. Because we lost the guy. You can try and perceive him. Sure could. I am going to uh, step a couple steps this way and attempt to perceive them. Okay. Roll me a perception check at disadvantage, please. Sharp. It's nine. A nine. Unable to figure out where the big cat is. Okay. As a bonus action. I'm gonna cast Shield of Faith on Dagonet. Ooh, big moves, big moves. Okay, Shield of Faith is applied to Dagonet. I believe that is a plus two AC for you. Sure is. Yes. All right. Interesting, Excellent. spiritual weapon is not concentration. It is not, that's why spiritual sure. weapon is so strong. Yeah, I, so always, strong. I always forget. Yeah. I feel like it must be, but nope. All right. 
Okay. This pink shimmering field appears around Dagonet, much like ribbons in the air. Mm-hmm. Um. That's it. Not my turn. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay a little bit separate from the group if I can. Okay. Just lucky. Try and bait him. What would you like to do? The lights have been moved, but the cat is gone. Yeah, it's just gonna do the same thing as he did before and uh, try to use his hunter's mark to his advantage to perceive where he is. All right, roll me perception normally. It's uh, going with. If I can find perception on my sheet, that would be a good roll. Uh, a 14. Still unable to perceive where the cat is. It has yeah. disappeared into the leafy trees above you. Um, that was, that was, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I think, uh, if you, if, uh, if you want to look for him with me, uh, uh Pez, um, I, I know we went that way. Uh, just try to, Listen for him if you can. That's the way I found him last time. And essentially, what Lucky's trying to do is use his team tactics uh, bonus help action if yeah. Pez would like to try to perceive where it is on her, her choice. So. Okay. I think it's uh, over that way. Over that one. I think. I don't know. It's so good. It's a big, it's giant. It's a giant like a cat. <laughs> just listen. Just. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Okay, so it is now the forest prowler's turn, wherever it may be. I totally forgot about sneak attack rules, but I'm going to utilize those now. The cat bursts out of the undergrowth from the south of you, runs across the field, and attacks Pez. Dagonet, this is just within your reach of the spear. So at the same time, it hits with the claw. Or attempts to. That's a 12. Pez, does that hit? To me, no. All right. So the claw misses. Dagonet, you also get to hit. 16 does hit. 10 piercing damage. And it sinks deep. The spear sinks deep into the side of the cat and the cat howls out in pain it is looking pretty rough at this point but it seems almost desperate to somehow get a kill to somehow get some food oh i actually i'm dumb the first one's at advantage so it's a 19 on the first one and a 12 on the second one and an 18 on the third one the first one does hit yeah so the first one does hit Roll me a strength saving throw, please. Lucky I found the cat. You crit the save. Okay, good, because if it didn't, then the next one was a 20. But you crit the strength saving throw, so you are not prone. So the second claw misses, and the bite doesn't have the extra damage, but it is going to hit, and that is 14 piercing damage. That is a total of 26 damage from the cat as it runs out of the trees. I'm on the ground. And not, not conscious. I'm not, you know, 
The Prowler grabs Pez and begins to try and run away with them. Leaping back up into this tree here. But that's all their move. And they're carrying Pez now, so... Much harder for them to hide here, I think. So... They're gonna roll it, but without their normal uh, stealth advantage that they get. So that's just as a heads up. Doesn't matter. Okay. They disappear from view. Dagonet, what would you like to do here? You got... Conan... Pez! He's going to try and look. Roll me perception at disadvantage. Five. Unable to spot it. He's gonna move a little. He's gonna double move. I guess he can't really do anything. Okay. He's gonna kind of try and move up in here. Uh, so the perception is an action. Um, so from wherever you are moving, uh, which I believe was here. I just wanted to see. Uh, I don't know what your I'd, max move is. I'd get up into there. Okay. Okay. Um. Anything else? I got nothing. All right. Eli. Cat took Pez. Sure did. Yeah, he's going to run up and attempt to perceive the cat just frantically looking around in the clearing. Yeah. Roll me perception at disadvantage. Ten. Ten. You hear some rustling in the leaves, but you are unable to pinpoint the location of the cat. Rustling in the leaves in any particular direction? Uh, this direction. I can't see a ping if you're pinging it. Oh, sorry. Uh, I don't know how to... I this can one? It with. Oh, frick. That one. Now I've accidentally zoomed myself all the way in. Uh, it's You heard it up in that direction. Somewhere. Oh, I'm freaking on the rock. Gosh dang it. Up here. Thank you. Um, 
Eli is going to let out his best little hedgehog growl as he is very frantically searching and just starts wildly swinging the spiritual weapon in that area. Yeah, sure. Like desperate. trying to like cut just down the desperate. I mean, he is pissed off. Yeah. He is just very desperate. Uh, I'll make a roll for it. I don't think this is going to matter. It's more just flavor, but sure. It's a 17. I, it's swinging in the trees. Yeah. You're unsure if you've hit anything. Yeah. Okay. And he's just. He angie. And that's, uh, that's it. Lucky. What would you like to do? Uh, I assume you're <laughs> screaming as far as Eli and moving of the weapon alerts Lucky to a direction that you might have an idea uh, and Lucky trusts you. So uh, Lucky is going to use his um, standing leap to try to get up within this tree. If there's is there one right here next to me to the where how do I I don't know how to pick. You click hold. Is that one right here? Is that a tree right there next that to me? That is absolutely a tree, yeah. Yeah. And he gets up in the tree and he's gonna again try to use his uh um hunter's mark to use a perception check and see if he can reveal Go his for location. It. Perception check. Uh, I would like to use my bardic inspiration at this point. Um, sure. On yes. This bad boy. Yeah. You don't. You don't. You don't need to announce it. But okay. You have a sixteen. Yeah. And you want to use your bardic inspiration. One D. I'm just gonna do it because I, I bardic inspiration is what's coming through trying to find my friends. So. Twenty one. <laughs> Meets the stealth. <laughs> and right in front of you, literally in your face, is the cat. And pets. Right. Um, he has, uh, he's just going to use team tactics essentially uh, as a help option to help everybody else locate him. I mean, I don't know if this really counts, but for flavor, I'll just say flavor text. His, his, his breast eggs is right here. Like, right. Yeah. Upon Lucky alerting you guys to where you should be looking, uh, especially Dag uh, Dagonet, this is much easier for you because you have night vision. You can look up and you can see, oh, I wasn't looking high enough. And there's the cat and Pez. Uh, Eli, you, you know the general location for sure. Uh, whether or not you're going to be able to like at range hit it or something like that, it's going to be a little difficult. It's dark and stuff like that. So I'm not sure if you can even see the cat with your torch right now or where the lights are. Um, okay. Lucky, is there anything else you would like to do here? I, I do believe you still have your bonus action. Yeah, definitely going to try to uh, sheath the bow at this point and pull out his rapier, because if he can try to poke, then maybe he can try to grab his friend something. But just, I guess, exchanging weapons at the moment, so... If I can, uh, is yeah, that a, so is that a bonus action or is that an action? I, it's action? move. It, I generally take it as movement. Okay, how, um, how tall rather is the tree? Uh, you are 25 feet, 30 feet up right now. Okay, so standing leap would have been 30 feet. Yeah. He has no more movement. You're um, up there. Yeah. Uh, you can drop the bow. He'll drop the bow to get ready to pull out the... Yep, you can drop the bow and pull the rapier. Yeah. That's fine. 
Okay, rapier's out. Bo, we watch as it clatters to the ground out of the tree. And Lucky is face to face with the cat up in the tree. Terrifying. The Prowler tosses Pez onto a set of branches and lashes out with a claw at Lucky. You know what? It wouldn't. It would hold her in her mouth. It's gonna sit in the mouth. It's gonna try to claw at you. So these will be disadvantaged with claws because it's gonna be it's gonna be encumbered and it's not gonna let its kill go. So it claws at you. That's a nineteen. Okay. Twelve slashing damage. Lucky collapses on the branch. And Lucky goes down. Hanging on the branch currently. Well, now what does the forest prowler do? It has one and sees another. That's its action. Hmm. It's gonna try and run. It has the kill that it wants. So it's gonna begin leaping through the, the trees here. Pez in tow. Um, it is encumbered with a rather large kill. Kill, not dead yet. Kill. I put the prone on the wrong person. Regardless. So it's going to be able to move. It's leaping. Okay. So if it goes this direction, uh, I'm just going to say that it goes towards the bramble so I don't have to move it off the, the map here. Uh, but it gets about half of its movement speed away. Pez, need a death saving throw, please. Yeah, okay. Uh, you just click the death save button, right? Yes. 14, that is a success. I'm fine. This is fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Dagonet. Lucky is down. Pez is being swiftly taken away. I ain't gonna be able to get to pass. How high is Lucky up in this tree? 30 feet. He's gonna try and climb this tree to get to Lucky. Oh, my mic was oh, muted and God. I burped. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um. He's dropping okay. the shield and the spear, and he's going to... And he's going to climb the tree? Okay, you climb the tree, and you are next to Lucky. He's going to pull out a healing potion. Okay. He's going to crit a Lucky, and he's going to try and make gonna him give swallow Gonna give Lucky a, a healing potion. Yeah, that's an action. Go for it. Roll me 2d4 plus 2. You cradle Lucky in this tree branch... Hopefully neither of you falling off to either side. 
That's seven hit points. Lucky, you are conscious and in Dagonet's arms, 30 feet up in the air. Lucky just like, hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just like holds on to him as tightly as possible. Not move too much or we're going to fall out of this damn branch. Where's your... Where's your, where's your sword? And, I mean, where's your spear and your, your shield? It's on the damn ground. What do you think it is? I'm up in this tree. Oh Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? It's... That way. <laughs> Look, he's like, shakes his head. <laughs> right, right. Okay. You might have to help me to get down now. I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. Okay. Eli. What would you like to do? How much did I see from where I am? You, could you see the cat with the light? In any way, when it was yes, but you in front said of Lucky. that I wouldn't have necessarily been able to see the cat when it was up there. Did the light touch it? Yes. Okay, so you knew it's look. You could see it well enough that you knew its location. Okay. Um, through the branches, maybe you just didn't have a clear line of sight. Okay. So you know the direction that it bounded off in. Okay. Eli is just gonna start booking it. And while he's doing that as a bonus action is going to try and swing it. Uh, do I see that? See what? The cat. The cat? Uh, you know how high up it was. You uh -huh. have a torch in your hand. Uh huh. If you looked up, because all of this happens simultaneously, right? Yeah. So what happens is Dagonet immediately goes up to go get lucky. Eli immediately starts chasing down the cat. Uh -huh. You're tracking it all the way there. Yeah. So yes, you would know where it is. Now, follow up. It's still 30 feet in the air. It is 30 feet up. It's 30-ish feet up. Like, I'm not going to say there's branches 30 feet all the time. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's been jumping up and down and around and things like that. Okay. Will you allow me to... I'd like to think that where he was swinging blindly he raised the sword up slightly to try and go for treetops and maybe couldn't hit it and sure. at this stage I think he'd be within enough vertical and horizontal I also don't know if my sword was even there it might have moved when you moved that I don't remember it being there oh I think it was it was here I think it was there yep it was there, but it was up at the trees, yes. I accidentally moved it as a block. Yeah, it's all good. Would you would you allow the diagonal to reach where they are? How much movement does it get? Twenty. Oh yeah. Absolutely you okay. can reach that. Okay. You can go uh, you can even go up higher if you wanted to or down a distance okay. as well. I just I, I didn't I didn't totally move vertical you could go, the first time, mm -hmm. so I wanted to kind of like hope that this is a close the distance. You could sort of you could go ten over and ten up or ten over, uh -huh, ten down uh -huh. or something okay. like that. You you're you you got plenty there. Yeah, so Eli is just sort of running at, he just starts running after where he knows the cat is, just trying not yeah. to lose sight on it. 
Just yeah. damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it! And he just swings with the 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 sword as best he can. Okay, go ahead and roll me some sword. Damn it. Spiritual weapon, a 12 is not enough to hit it. Just below the AC there. What else you got, bud? Got actions, spells. Nine doesn't hit. Or guiding bolt. No, a nine does not hit. The guiding bolt sears through the treetops. Exiting out into the night sky. He shoots the bolt desperately and watching it just peter away. He just continues to follow the cat and... That's my turn. Okay. You have its location. That's good. Lucky. You're conscious in Dagonet's arms. Yeah, lucky, what do you do? Lucky, uh, like, so it went, went that way. Okay, okay, okay. Let's, uh, let's get you out of this tree. Let's get you out of this tree. He's going to use his turn to try to help Dagonet move down the tree, uh, guiding. He wants to guide Best Branch or foot and whatnot, uh, if, if we can, because I'm not going to leave him just up here. Um, Okay, uh, Dagonet, if you accept the help, uh, I'll go ahead and let you move with Lucky on this turn down to the ground. Okay? Yep. All right, so you guys are both down on the ground now. Yeah, uh, he's going to pick up his bow if he finds it, I imagine, somewhere at the base of the tree. Yep, directly below you. You have sight on it. That's full movement for me. Um... You did take the help action to yeah, the help Dagonet down. the bonus action was the help, so... Oh, your bonus action is help. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. what's your action here? Uh... Because you have bonus action help because of... Team tactics. What is, team tactics. Yeah, yeah, you have a full action still. What would the, so my full movement was down the tree with picking up the weapon... Picking up the bow. Picking yeah, up the bow. It's going down, picking up the bow. Okay. Well, if, if, you'll, if DM allows... He's gonna ready a shot to try to shoot, or at least ready a shot. You do um, not have a clean line of sight, any, but you any can shot see is, it. Yeah, luck is mine. Any shot is a shot. Let's go. Let's it try. will have a bonus to its AC. It does have partial cover. Okay. Right. And twenty. Twenty hits. Yes. Uh, he still has hunter's mark on him. Does hunter mark have a? Hunter's mark is off because it's concentration because you went down. Oh, that's right. Dang it. Dang it, dang it, dang it. How do you want to do it? <gasps> yes! Um, which way is it facing? Away. I it's can't. running. Um, I, Lucky, I feel like from this far on the ground, with this being such a big creature, Lucky's just going to see a back foot or a back heel if so if like any bit of the creature's back leg he's gonna aim for like an achilles heel shot 
try to take out his Achilles heel and make him fall uh, to his his death, maybe in the brambles that are still there from um, Eli or on Eli's spiritual weapon or something sharp and pointy preferred. It's beautiful and lovely, and I, I can't even describe it because I'm just so relieved that you guys might have actually survived this encounter because it went horribly sideways mm. about three-quarters of the way through it. But it collapses and falls, and Eli, I'm giving you an opportunity to dive into the brambles to catch Pez. Yes. Please roll me. A dex, some kind of dexterity check, whatever your highest number is. Roll me that. Catch Pez. You catch Pez, but she ends up in the brambles. Roll yeah. me 2d4. I think it's an auto crit fail if you take damage when you're downed. I don't remember that correctly, but I think if you take damage when you're down, it is a crit fail. Max damaged the... Uh, chat, help me out. I believe when you take damage when you're down, it is two failures because it's a critical hit. Yeah. Oh, I don't I I guess I gotta I gotta look it up. Oh goodness gracious. I they don't even come up. What the hell? Oh, that's in the wrong that the wrong search. Two failures. Which is so good. Pez. That's your first two failures, correct? Yeah. Pez is unconscious in the brambles, bleeding profusely from many, many wounds, but is for the next six seconds alive. It goes all the way back around. It, Eli, it ends up being your turn before anything else happens. Pez's got one death save remaining. Bear with me. Um... I'd like to use my healer's kit to stabilize Pez. And you can use a charger your healer's kit for yep. free to stabilize Pez. Yep. yep no check Pez involved. is stabilized, covered yep. in brambles, claw marks, teeth marks, and blood. Yeah. But Pez will survive. And that's where we're going to end tonight's show. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on Diefall Alderheart, episode 17. It's going to be really hard to do shout-outs after this. <sighs> Who would like to begin? How about Pez, since 
you are alive. You, uh, you made it. Malaveth, where can the people find you? I feel like I shouldn't be alive with everything that happened. That was nuts. Thanks for making me be alive. <laughs> I'm on the internet. I draw stuff and I play Animal Crossing and I stream stuff. There's links there. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I am stressed. Thank you, Malaveth. I appreciate you playing this evening. Lady May, please, where can the people find you at? Uh, well, Dagon at least is still on his feet today. So find me next week, you know, playing more Dagon And uh, yeah, on the internet says the Lady May, and that's M-E-A. Mostly posting pictures of my cats and various adventures in Animal Crossing. Thank you, May. I appreciate you playing tonight. Uh, I'm sorry that Dagonate had everything really far off the ground. There will be more opportunities for the bonus stage Rob. Hey, bud. Where can the people find you at? You know, places. Um, you can find me uh, tomorrow specifically at uh, twitch.tv slash casito games they are the developer behind uh the lovely charming puzzle game filament uh where i will be participating in a speed run showdown i'm gonna try my damnedest but it's probably not gonna go well um that's at 3 p.m eastern uh or 8 p.m british standard time which is their time zone um and then after that you could find me as you could usually find me at twitch.tv slash bonus underscore stage underscore rob where Thank i will you. probably be playing dicey dungeons just about as well as i play D. &D so. <laughs> more dice rolling dude it's gotta be tough more dice rolling. it's gotta be tough thank you rob i appreciate that yep. and last but not least simply jackson where can the people find you at Hey, you can find me at twitch.tv for wait, twitch.tv forward slash simply underscore JXN or on Twitter without the underscore, just S I M P L Y J X N. Uh, new Animal Crossing stickers coming. Just showed those yesterday. And anxiety. <laughs> 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 it's one of those things where you're like, it, like, Lucky's almost died a couple of times. I'm okay with Lucky dying. Like, I'm like, okay. Like, I accept that fate. But I'm not okay with anybody else's character dying. By far. Like, I'm just like, not them. They're great. <laughs> I have banana pudding. I'm going to eat so much after this. I am Hell ready. Yeah. I am ready. Good. Thank you very much, Simply. I appreciate it. Chat, we're going to decompress with a Patreon post-show where we're going to discuss all of our feelings that we felt about this and uh celebrate being alive um thank you for being here tonight i super duper appreciate it uh if you like the show tell your friends about it that's the best uh the best thing that you can do for us here and we'll see you all next week later